Quest Gaming Network presents Elder Scrolls Off the Record. Hi everybody, welcome back to Elder Scrolls Off the Record for episode number 54. I am alive finally this week. Last week I was not. Or at least it felt that way. And I am Joe the Widget Wilson and joining me as always is the uh, writer extraordinaire of this fine show, Mr. Eve Harwin. Joe, welcome back. Welcome back to the land of the living. Yeah, it's good to be back. I didn't enjoy last week at all. No. No, no I can imagine. Uh, and I missed the doing the show big time. Well, we missed you, and as you can tell, we uh, we were we weren't the same without you. But it's it's uh, it's good to have you back, and uh, not coughing and hacking and, and whatever you were doing over there. I'm more like dead on my couch for three days with a hundred and five yeah. fever, not wanting to live. God, oh, yeah, it was terrible. horrible. Ah, uh, and joining us always is that sexy voice in the background, Mr. Lewis Alon. Hello, everyone. Joe, welcome back. We missed Thank you. Thank you. I missed you too, man. Even though Dave wanted to call it the second best episode ever last week, but, <laughs> but we had to stop him. Dave cannot join us tonight. He's not feeling oh, very well. Oh, <laughs> man. Lose a snitch. Snitches get yeah. stitches. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to uh, fire Dave. Uh, oh, I, I mean, on. no, no. Dave is going to be sick for at least a few months. Dave, under yeah. the table, high five, yeah. Under the table, high five. That's it, I quit. You got it. Oh, no. Oh, no. Come back. All right, Dave, you can stay, because the fans would hate me if I, did, if I didn't let you stay. Oh. So, Plus, you know, I, I do love you, Joe. I, 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 I love you too, man. It's okay. It's okay. It's, it's good having you back. It definitely is. Bro, miss you. All right. David Dean Force Adams. And joining us, uh, the fifth wheel, Mr. Shank the Tank. What is up, Internet? Joe, glad to see you're feeling much better, dude. I am super stoked for the show. Um, Yeah. So we have a literal shite ton to get into tonight, um, into the fact that this show is going to be probably 75% all gameplay. So bear with us on this. Probably repeating the same thing over and over again by all the different hosts who got the chance to actually play the new DLC. Poor Dave. Um... (laughs) Anyway, but before we get started, I need Ivarwin to mention a yeah. fine sponsor. Oh man, dude, I'm just—I just before we get into the sponsor, I just want to say I'm totally psyched for this. This is going to be great. Yeah. Okay. Word. So, uh, tweaked audio parkour two blue edition earbuds sponsors our show today. Twenty nine ninety five on their site tweakedaudio.com, but with our code 
off the record, you get them for $19.77. Tweaked California Blue, excuse me, Tweaked <laughs> Parkour Blue Edition has great sound clarity and super comfortable customized fit. All right. Features a flat cable that won't get tangled with a multifunction button inline microphone that makes answering calls while enjoying your music and podcasts a dream on a smartphone. They also have a gold-plated connection that will ensure optimal sound clarity, and it comes with a free storage pouch and three sets of gel adapters for your ears. Off the record, drops that price down from $29.95 to $19.77. You will save $10 with that code, guys. Also, don't forget about their pink earbuds, which are still on clearance going for $14.90 and with our code that goes down even further to $9.83 plus the worldwide shipping unbeatable customer service lifetime warranty it's unbelievable what you're getting over at tweakedaudio.com run out right now and get your earbuds over at tweakedaudio.com and ladies and gentlemen welcome to Soul Slime off the record uh, <laughs> <laughs> alright really quick before I get into my little fun tidbit tonight uh, Ivarwin, you have to mention something. Yeah. Um. So so Dragonborn, right? That was released. So PC fans, rejoice! The wait's over this Tuesday, February fifth. Ah, I'm breathing on my microphone. Hot air. Uh, <laughs> uh, this Tuesday, February fifth, Dragonborn was released on Steam for. 1999, well, sending chills and cheers to fans of Skyrim as they entered the island of Solstheim and Marwyn for the first time in The Elder Scrolls V. But wait, there's more. Yes, indeed. Don't touch that dial for you get not one, but two amazing updates for just one easy payment of 1999. Yes, if you act right now, Bethesda will throw in their amazing update to their HD texture package already in your game for free for free that's right free but before you go downloading yourself into a keyboard drooling swollen forearm and tennis elbow induced megabit coma just check your specs before you wreck your specs kid because bethesda had to say this about their requirements for the update <clears throat> before you download please make sure the pc has a horsepower to support it make sure your system requirements exceed skyrim's recommended specs before attempting to install and that your PC has Windows Vista or 7, a minimum of 4 gigabytes of system RAM, and DirectX 9.0 compatible NVIDIA or AMD ATI video card with at least a gig of RAM and the latest drivers. If you already have Skyrim Texture Pack, be aware that you'll be downloading an update that is approximately 4.7 gigs in size. End quote. Um, you know, that was actually third on the list. I was originally talking about uh, you know, the <laughs> Ellis was off record guild. Um, but that'll work. Yeah. Sure. Thanks, Barwin. Uh, it's good to be back. <laughs> good to be here. <laughs> Our guild, Ellis was off record, can be found in Tamil Foundry. And it's growing. We are over 100 members right now. So just head over to TamilFoundry.com forward slash groups forward slash ESOTR and sign up and join us. And get it up to a thousand. See if we can um, break the uh, the guild limit cap for Elder Scrolls Online. When I want to hit myself in the face right now. <laughs> Why? <laughs> you were just so eager. I couldn't stop you. <laughs> the 
floodgates of stupidity just <laughs> swung it a, open. It was a beautiful voice of Arwen. If Arwen, it was it was flawless, man. It was perfect. I, I yeah, except did exactly as I planned it. <laughs> <laughs> Such an idiot. Let's try and cheer you up, buddy. Uh, I love you. All right. So what I got tonight is not widget math. However, widget math will be coming in the next couple episodes because I want to go over stats regarding. Um, my family's making a lot of noise in the background. Sorry about that. I want to go over a lot of stats regarding our play in the new DLC. Sweet. Because right now my character is holding 62,000 gold on her. One percent of Soul's time. Anyway. But needless to say, we'll be doing that widget math in a, in a little while. But right now... Since everyone is kind of in a lull and everyone's not really fired up, who am I kidding? You guys are overly fired up tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're going to do some Skyrim improv. Yeah. So this is Widget Presents Skyrim Improv, and here's the situation. Here's how it's going to work. I'm going to bring up half of the scenario, and the guys will jump in with their half whenever they have it. So, on the fly... What do you guys think? And as I like, read out these questions, and uh, we'll go from there. The situation is, the Dova King is done saving the world. All the way down to reuniting a stupid dog with his demon lord. Mm. Nothing left to do. He's wandering the world aimlessly. What does he do now? And the first situation is, the Dova King decides to further his education, so he attends UCWR, that's UC Whiterun, to get his medical degree, medical degree, so that he could take it away, guys. <laughs> Find a use for embalming tools. <laughs> I got one for you. Here you go. Um, he wants to specialize in knee therapy, so that ninety-nine percent of all the guards in all of Skyrim can achieve their lifelong dream of being an adventurer just like you. <laughs> or even better. He'll pick up the fine art of baking. So that, here, here's your damn sweet roll. Stop crying. Okay, <laughs> I made you one. Oh. Which was ignored to me too. Did wow. someone steal your sweet roll? You guys got anything else regarding the uh, medical degree, Shank? When you can breathe, it's okay. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Oh my god. Well, he would get his medical degree so that he'd, he could go around and make a legal version of skooma and distribute it to all of the little people in the land so that they can see the benefits of being, oh man, what, shall can, we say, I, enlightened. I, I, I can see the, the Dovahkiin, all the Dovahkiins out there, right in front of uh, Solitude with picket signs. Legalize skooma! Legalize! Anyway. Uncaffeinated <laughs> <High> skooma? <laughs> skooma light. <laughs> <laughs> skuma decaf skuma. <laughs> All right, scenario number two. Okay, the Dova King decides to settle down and start a family, so he heads to White Run and marries the town bike. <laughs> oh, that was expected. I, I got one for this. He kills his wife because she didn't have a dance option, so that he can actually pick her up and swing her around and imagine he's dancing, and it, it's so beautiful. Wow, he Dave. marries Lydia and teaches her not to stand in a doorway when he's trying to walk out of a building. There you go. <laughs> Puts an arrow to Lydia's knee and goes and marries the next hottest chick in town. That was stupid. All right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> next 
scenario, the Dova King is thrown into jail once more because... He accidentally was trying to learn the controls of the game, shouted at a chicken, all the guards, like, totally railed on <laughs> in jail. They raided all my houses and all Skyrim and found everyone's belongings from every city and every town. I would believe it. <laughs> I absolutely would believe it. He married the town bike. <laughs> I knew I should have reordered those. This is good. This is funny. I like this. <laughs> I gotta... Shanks out for the count. <laughs> okay, last scenario. So Dova King gets so bored that he starts re- re- wreaking havoc everywhere, wants to become ruler of all Skyrim. What town does he go to to overthrow, and how does he do it? Oh! White run first, and he hands him an axe. <laughs> he goes to uh, what is the milk drinker's home? White Run, not White Run, but uh, Winterhold. Winterhold, Winhelm. Winhelm. Sorry, Winhelm. He Winhelm. goes to Winhelm with a painted cow and challenges. <laughs> he challenges the milk drinker to a milk drinking contest, not letting him know that that milk is actually tainted because it's the painted is it cow. Painted cow juice. Tainted cow milk. That just sounds all kinds of dirty and wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Giggity. Tainted cow juice. Oh my god. You win. Well, that sounds like the name of the episode, but it's <laughs> me. Wow. Anything else Don't- before I get really. My answers get even stupider? Okay, hold on. So the Dovahkiin goes back a thousand years using an Elder Scroll and marries Queen Aerin, takes over the Imperial City, becomes the Emperor, and then decrees that Skyrim get completely destroyed a thousand years before it was uh, ever Elder Scrolls V. I thought mine was bad. And then Avarwin goes ahead and submits his fanfic... After carefully writing it in Starbucks on his Mac. (laughs) Saving the world, one social movement at a time. (laughs) All right, Ethan, I think that's enough of that mess. Yeah. Uh, I think it's time for the meat and potatoes, guys. Oh! Yeah. I'm going to go first because I need to because I've been holding it in for two freaking weeks. Um, Guys, get ready. My notes are about three pages, and it's a 10% of what I have to say. So bear with me. All right, I don't hear any objections, so I'm assuming it's okay. I object! All right, it's okay. Um, oh. First thing I want to mention is that I let my son play Skyrim for the first time. He's 12 years old, and he was begging me and has been begging me to play Skyrim. And when he goes to the character select screen, it's the best thing ever. He goes, he cycles through all the characters, and, oh, this guy is the best ever! He stops on the Argonian. Boo! <laughs> That's epic! (laughs) And he makes himself an Argonian. And he wants to be like Daddy, so he makes him an archer. Aww. It was hilarious watching my kid try to figure out how to play Skyrim. Looting literally everything, checking every corner. I was like, oh, look, he's playing like (laughs) Evarwin. I I, I had to mention, like, you know, son, you have a limit how much you can carry. What? What? Now that That's exactly what I do. I open up doors and check behind them. 
<laughs> he did everything. It was great. I think he wound up being finished at level five or six before I made him get off for dinner. It was it was great watching him. Watching uh, my 12-year-old son try to figure out how to play Skyrim was great. Plenty of stories involved in that, but I got my own selfishness to go over here. Well, what did, did he like it? Oh, are you kidding? If really? I ever, if wow, I ever awesome. play this again, Daddy, I really want to play this again, Daddy. May I play it again, Daddy? Come on. <laughs> no, mine. Here, here's the Xbox. Play it on this. <laughs> <sighs> Might have to buy an Xbox 360 version for him, you know? Uh, anyway, he's over there shaking his head. Yes, thumbs up. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh. Yeah, do it, Daddy, do it. Yay. <laughs> I started a new character. Okay, here's a little story. When I redid my operating system because my other one crashed on me, Steam was retarded and didn't save all my saves, so I lost all my characters except for my archer. Oh. Every one of them. The Red Guard, all of them are gone. Oh, God, right in the feels. Oh. <laughs> yeah. The Slayer of Lambs is no more. Oh. Yeah. The, uh, the squeals of the painted cow are gone. Anyway, so... <laughs> silence I, of the cows? <laughs> yeah, silence of the cows. <laughs> what I made instead is I really, really, really want to focus on a mage type of character. I have never done that in Skyrim. Really, seriously done that. So, and I... I I find myself playing this game with this character like a noob because I don't. Re- I'm trying to figure out how to do everything that I normally did in different ways yeah. with my archer or my, you know, my melee mm-hmm. style characters. Like for instance, I'm trying to figure out how to be able to capture souls in my into the soul gems because I mm-hmm. don't want to use weapons at all. I I completely understand. Yep. So what I did do eventually, instead of having doing a conjure weapon, because I have a really weird bug in my game, I can't figure out why I cannot do the conjured sword at all my game instantly crashes. And it's only with that spell. The Conjured Axe, everything else, no problem. I had every single, literally every single DLC turned off, not working, and still would crash the game. Wow. So I cannot use, you know, the Conjured Sword. Huh. So instead of using Conjured Weapons, I know there's a perk where you can use it to soul steal, steal souls. I took a dagger, an, an orc dagger, and I enchanted it for stealing souls so that, I, that way I can use my magic to get him down to nothing and then just wipe him out with my, my dagger and get the soul that way but anyway, his name is Verd Verdinarius, after one of my characters in my book continue, no plug there and <laughs> available now <laughs> but he's the complete polar I'm opposite sorry, broke up there. can you say that again? I missed that continue, it's available in May is that the uh, fantasy novel written by author J.R. Wilson? No, it's wow, actually written I, by Junior. I heard that book was it's, amazing. It's, it's actually yeah. written by Joe the Widget Wilson. Joe the Widget Wilson. And, uh, C-O-N-T-I-N-I-A? That C-O-N-T-I-N-I-A? Yeah, thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Out in May. Anyway, he's the polar opposite of my character in my book. The character in my book... Continue. Continue, right, right. Okay. He's a short little guy, tiny little two and a half foot guy, very loud mouth, mage. Well, my guy that I'm playing in Skyrim is a polar opposite. Tall, quiet, evil, and doesn't give a crap. But the main thing about him I'm playing, I'm I'm actually really heavily RPing him because it just it's it's been a lot of fun doing it that way. I wrote a full story that I wanted to put on our website, but our news director said <clears throat> no. <coughs> So, that didn't happen. Bradford gave you the axe? He gave me the axe. He's, he's like, you keep on giving me the axe, I'm giving you it now. 
It's like, okay, <laughs> sorry, Bradford. Um, he couldn't get up to the plate. He said no. Actually, <laughs> it spawned an idea for Bradford that I have to have a meeting with you guys about cause it's a really cool idea. It's kind of doing an RP situations with our characters in kind of a unified RP story where we write the story, we act it out in-game with those characters, and we post it on YouTube. Like a machinima sort of thing? Kind of, yeah. That sounds awesome. Um, so we'll have to talk about that off the air and see what we can do about that. But anyway, I'm heavily RPing him. I have a whole backstory about how he killed his dad trying to further himself in... in um, my brain just went... Uh, you know where you raise the dead? Necromancy. He wants mm. to be the best necromancer in the world. So what I'm doing is I'm having a major, major focus on conjuration. <clears throat> major focus. I mean, literally, the vast majority of my points have gone to conjuration and on the zombie side of things. And then with my sub in destruction and a little bit into restoration. And I am loving it. At level 8, I took on a frost troll and kicked its butt. Nice. Without even blinking an eye. Didn't even touch me. Yeah, he's level 13 currently. I'm leveling him up a lot. He, his main goal is to take over all the magic to further his magic in, in Skyrim to be the most powerful there is. So he's working on taking over the Mage College currently until I realized that one of those little um, Dwimmer spiders was kicking my butt so badly I, I had to stop for a little while and level up. So hmm. I am now doing a walkabout, a massive, massive walkabout, going into caves, testing the waters. If I get my butt wh- whooped really bad, I go to a new cave. How was the how was the spider closing the distance? It it would my magic was not was doing so little damage to it that by oh, the time okay. it got to me it had maybe one eighth of its health gone. Oh, alright. And I realized at that point that even my I was using my flame Antioch ant knock on it. Antioch I think. thank you. I was he was even barely denting it. So I knew there was an issue there. Yeah. I'm going to put points into the Flame Antronaut because sometimes I don't have something dead to raise, which I was having a blast. By the way, guys, I killed a bunny. I brought it back Congratulations! And it was fighting for me. And I figured that was the best pet I could ever have in the world because holy hand grenades don't exist in Skyrim. (laughs) (laughs) So I had an undead bunny fighting for me. Beat that. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh... Zombie bunny. I'm having so much fun just like raising anything that's dead. It was pretty funny when I um I stripped the clothes, the armor off of a, a girl, a dead girl, and because I wanted the art, the her robes for myself because they were nice, and she went up being naked because of my mod. So I rose her from the <laughs> dead. So I had a naked mage running around with me. I thought, yeah, this is a lie. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's not sweet. It's not creepy. Not not at all. Not the least. Not the least. <laughs> so not the most. I no. went into the, uh, I have the QGN mod running. I wanted to get Ivarwin to be my tank yeah. in the game, but I couldn't find you. I couldn't find anybody else but my stupid character in the corner, so I was using Not him. with that naked mod, bro. <laughs> <laughs> well, now. <laughs> but anyway, I'm having a blast with him. Absolutely. I can't wait to do the DLC with him. Um, there are new spells in Dragonborn that are sick. And I cannot wait to get into them. Like being able to conjure a new uh, pet. It's the uh, Ash. It's uh, the Ash Familiar. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah you have I know to have that. The, um, I, I couldn't Ash figure Bond. out what that... Yeah, the Ash Bond. It was Ash Bond Familiar type thing. And you can't control it unless you have a certain mineral that you can only mine 
on Soul Time. Yeah, there was a catch somewhere. Always. And that's that one ore that's everywhere. No one can figure out what it's for. It's that heart stone. Yeah. 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 It was you a heart it, fire stone. You need like it that. for two things. One, to do. There's a one point in the game where you can actually get a new enchanting table that allows you to make your own enchanted staffs. You need it for that. And you need it to control your new pet. Hmm. I couldn't figure out what the heck was that was all for until I got to a certain point and figured it out. Anyway, I have been playing this snot out of Dragonborn. I have almost the entire map completely discovered, completely done. I am on the very last quest for the main story. But I am still running around trying to find every little black book I can get my little hands on. And I have a ton of shouts that I got from Dragonborn that I don't have unlocked because that a-hole of a first dragonborn won't let me keep my dragon souls. Yeah. I swear yeah. I want to keep No way. About yeah. that. That no, a-hole. Tell me that's not true. But anyway, I hit 50 in my... <laughs> I hit 50, guys. My first 50. Congratulations, first Joe. Yay. He's the best around. Yeah. <laughs> You are the last dragon. Yeah, I was dancing there. That's okay. <laughs> is this Joe? That's not your first fifty, right? It is. It actually, it is. is. I had a whole bunch of level forties, mid to high level forties. Never yeah. got them to fifty. That's awesome. He's my. She's my first level fifty character. Congratulations! We got to have like a, a level fifty party for Joe. Yay! I think I'm like the first one of the staff, besides maybe Shank, that has a level fifty. Definitely, right. because I, I have. A level 50? No, you don't. Shut up, Jake. <laughs> anyway, as you were saying, Joe. <laughs> okay, so maybe the third, but that's all right. I started out, you know, in Raven Rock, like you do, getting used to the whole ash and the way the whole scenario is set up, loving the music, loving the environment that it was built around, and then you go into the mine in that town. <sighs> and that's when the game's like, here you go, buddy. Welcome to Dragonborn. Yeah. It was amazing. That whole mind, that experience, getting the black book, having to figure out that stupid door puzzle. The whole aspect of being in there and realizing that this is a real DLC. This is a like a not much so much of a DLC, but like an expansion to my to to Skyrim. And it it's just at that point when I finished that section is when it started to blow my mind. I don't know how you guys felt when you completed it. Yeah. Completely agree. I, I have my own story for that, but yeah, continue. yeah, I look forward to hearing about it because I experienced it. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's the best part about about these these dungeons is that it's it's the, it's the dungeons that you you've. I'll put it this way: it's like they turned the volume up yeah, a little bit on these dungeons. Like, eleven. Oh man, some of the dungeons that someone I get into is some of the dungeons I've done, especially on the main story ones, yeah. are amazing. Yeah, I was drawn into them like. My favorite dungeon in regular Skyrim before was um, the last one of the Mage College Quest. Uh, my brain is so farting so hard right Labyrinthian. now. Labyrinthian. Labyrinthian, thank you. That's because yep. it was it had a very unique feel to it, especially with that opening up and you have that undead dragon coming up and all that good stuff. This one, it's like every dungeon, even the minor dungeons, has something that kind of went made me go, ooh. Yeah. As I you was can definitely tell that these were, you know, handcrafted. And, and I... Yeah. yeah, very much so. They're very unique. They're not just, well, here's some random textures. Let's make it go this path, and there you go. Mm-hmm. They really thought it out. And, the, and even the special sound effects in some of them that you get, like those 
really deep, low reverberating like growls coming. It feels like it actually sounds like it's coming from underneath you or all around you. You know, I thought that was uh, the mod that um, that I have. One of the uh, sounds of Skyrim mods. No, I actually nope. heard the same thing that Joe's that's, talking about. Yeah, that's in the game, dude. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, and just everything about it. The shouts are really cool. I just wish I could use them, so I'm gonna have to make my trip. Before I finish the, that DLC, I'm making my way back to Skyrim, away from that jerk-off, and I'm going to get myself <laughs> some dragons. Yeah, Joe, you're not going to be able to escape him. What? Yeah. I can't beat him with... Uh, okay, this is going to get me mad. Uh-huh. I need one more dragon soul, because I need one shout that I have to have in order to beat this dude. No. And I can't nope. get that one dragon shout, because nope. I can't get that one dragon freaking soul because of that dragon freaking idiot. Yeah. Freaking dragons. <laughs> <laughs> Why can't we all just get along? It's kind of hard By to get along way, when you got someone ganking off your souls, man. I'm in full <laughs> stallroom. I didn't think they were going to have an armor. He's not. Damn it. I didn't think they were going to have an armor that's better than my Dovaflaw styled um, uh, Daedric armor. But, you know, it's just not Dovaflaw yet. They haven't updated to it. But I'm in full stallroom armor. Oh. Head to toe, double enchanted, all legendary increased. With a Stalrim bow, double enchanted. Oh, wow. And it's so much better than what I was wearing. Oh, my God. With full Daedra. So That's much better. so cool. Oh, but can I rub my place. character on yours? <laughs> the awesomeness <laughs> would just rub off. I <laughs> some Skyrim virtual nookie. Uh. <laughs> but, dude, I got two of the best weapons. Named weapons. Okay, the, the, the first sword you guys get. Come on, really? That you find in in the mine, right? Yeah, that's that's pretty BA. A ranged yeah. two hand sword. Oh, oh my god, I think it's ridiculous. Well, get this: there's a quest in a book that you can do called Deathbrand. It's a book called Deathbrand, and I it found starts. That book. It starts a pirate quest chain. R R. No flintlocks. You know what? That's I'm on the bone to pick with Bethesda. I have not gotten my flintlocks out of 50 episodes, guys. Come on, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> you give me more pirates, you tease the crap out of me, and then no, no flintlocks, waiting. Yeah, Still well, you know they waiting. they took your idea and they um, took the suck out of it, <laughs> and they <laughs> they left the good. Let me see. I have a way of muting Varwin here somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I finished this quest chain. You get a really, really awesome um, light armor set. If you do like uh, dual wielding for doing that quest chain, really awesome. And it's actually made out of Stallrim. Seriously? So, yeah. Mm. But I'm what the best part of it is the, the quest chain itself was really cool, having to go find buried treasure. <laughs> but um, <laughs> that part wasn't the best. The last quest was actually a lot of fun. Um, in the point that I got two new weapons that were two swords. They're a married, what they call a matched pair. Or a merry pair when it comes to weaponry. Mm-hmm. And the fact that one of them does severe magic damage and will harm magic users for me being able to use magic. The other one is the exact opposite for melee. So I have these two shimitars, like pirate shimitars, that are named legendary like swords that I'm now dual wielding and kicking the snot out of everything. Oh, man. That's awesome. I, my character is at her pinnacle of epicness right now. Man. Where'd you get that? The book? The Death Brand quest, right? Yeah. I got Where it. Where did you book. find your Death Brand book? I found it in the mine. And I found another I found four of them already, because there's a lot of books. 
I found yeah. one actually in the first Black Book area. And then I, I found several in. of them in the Black Book areas. Um, they're all over the place, really. And you can find one, I believe, I want to say the... Um, the Tavern. There's one in the Tavern, I think. I don't remember exactly, but I know there's one in town that you can get in Raven Rock. So find it. No, 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 no. It's the main town. It's the main building with the uh, lead elf dude from the house. The ruler in town. In okay, you found it in there? Yeah. That's where right, I found I'll, one. I'll have to check. I'm going to look around town anyway, but um, I'll, I'll check there first. One of the coolest quests in the new DLC. I loved it. There's a lot of like little side quests. There's one side quest that I felt kind of bad. There's these little turds <laughs> that you have to fight in this what? game now that throw spears at you and ride yeah, boars. Yeah, the, the tiny little like gnome guys. I don't care what their name is. They're little turds. That's their name. Their official Skyrim OT or else without the record name. That's what it is. And these little turds <laughs> took over the this turds. like this um, me drinking hall. Okay, They kicked all the Nords out of it. Oh, the, the, is that sanitary? I guess so. Anyway, the little turd, the lead little turd, chief turd, was sitting in the back. And I couldn't kill him, and I couldn't figure out why. So whenever I talked to him, <laughs> otherwise known as the big white slab in your pork and beans, yeah, that one. <laughs> anyway, he actually tries to start talking to me, and I was kind of like, you know what? You're almost kind of cute in a really creepy way. So I started to go do his little quest to get his prize boar. Then I come up across a camp where these Nords were. The ones that he kicked out because they were all soft and squishy. I wound squishy. up like taking that quest, realizing I had just failed his quest, and I wound up going in there and wiping him out. So there was a choice in there. Another like little minor civil war type thing between the little turds and the soft nords. Oh, okay. So you got to choose. You got to choose between the soft nords. No tricking nords with little turds. I can't even get it out. <laughs> it's like. These little turds all say, Howdy ho! <laughs> <laughs> I'm just wondering. <laughs> oh, man. There's, and when you go into their little caves, they swarm you like little insects. Ugh! Hate them. Turd anyway. Nice. <laughs> Hermaeus Mora, by the way, guys. Hermaeus Mora is creepy. In his, he's a creepy. I don't have my bleeping sound here. Anyway, he's, he's creepy in his form, his regular form. Just saying. You know Sounds who he is, right? Spoiler for me. Anyway, that that's it for me, guys. That's all I'm going to go into is I can go on forever tonight. I don't want to spoil anything more. But there's a email we got in from a listener I want to get into really quick because I'm the only one that really has completed this quest. Mm-hmm. Let me see if I can find it. Which one here? Okay, here we go. First one? No, it's the third one down from Juice Skates Loose. He says... Okay. Hey, yes, he, hey, ESOTR, I'm glad that you guys are finally getting your hands on Dragonborn DLC, and I've been waiting to hear about your misadventures. You all will have in Solstheim. This is the best DLC today for Skyrim, without a doubt. We agree. I wanted to recommend a must-do side quest in the DLC. No spoilers, please. You need to find a book in Solstheim called Deathbrand. I think I just talked about that. Anyway... And be at least level 36 to start the side quest. This quest can also... I don't know if that level is correct. This quest can also start if you happen to find a certain item related to the quest in the world. Hopefully after you complete this quest, you guys will agree that is one of the best in the entire game. By the way, Widget, it does have pirates, but no flintlocks. Yeah, I discovered that. Thank you. I love the show and appreciate all the hard work 
that the QGN staff does for the fans. Can't wait for TSO and to crush your squishy Elmeri Dominion. Ebenhart packed for the loss. Well, he said for the win, but I don't agree. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks again, Ken M. Well, it is not one of the best quests in the game. It is a lot of fun. It's the best quest that I've done in the DLC, but it's not in the game. Sorry, there's a lot more in regular Skyrim that really does surpass it in many, many different ways. It is a fun, fun quest to do, though. Very fun. I highly recommend it. <clears throat> but anyway, it's like Yvarwin's having issues. Alright, so we're going to go ahead and continue with Shank. Alright, yo. So... Yo. Wait, what? Okay, anyway. <laughs> so, ahem, I, I will start humbly in Skyrim. As you know, I, I've been playing with Dew, and she's enchanting, smithing, one-handed, uh, dual-wielding uh, dual swords, as well as heavy armor smithing. And uh, so I basically I joined up with the companions and got uh, the first shard of Wuthrod, which is um, Yskrimor's, uh the axe thing. And, uh, you know, did a bunch of, uh, basically a lot of uh, companions quests. You know, I, I went around, did quests for them. I went to go do jobs in Falkreath. Um, and I just felt like, because I'd never really focused on doing jobs for the towns before. And I was like, you know what, let me, let me just do this rather than, you know, just take one quest here and there. Let me actually, like, do stuff for these towns. So I did, and it was actually really, really fun because I, I found myself, like, going back and forth between Riften and Falkreath and just doing a bunch of quests for those guys. And it was pretty sweet. Let me guess, but, you okay. walked every step of the way? Turning oh, yeah, absolutely. Turning I walked every single step of the way. I, I, yeah, you know me, dude. Yeah, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, so I basically, I mean, that that's all well and done. That's cool. I became the Thane of Falkreath. But that is not the the, the, the meat of my gameplay. Let's be honest here. Dragonborn was... Like, oh my god, okay. It was. It is so oh ridiculously god. good. And the first thing, and Joe mentioned this, and I know Varwin mentioned this as well, like during a live stream, the, the music in, in this DLC is just absolutely amazing. And it's, it's probably, you know, because we're so used to hearing the Skyrim music for so long. And hearing, like, you know, the Morrowind music uh, play through, it's, it's just so awesome. It's just the, the whole atmosphere of the island... The music, the people, the the whole, you know, the, the architecture of the buildings. It's such an awesome breath of fresh air. And it's just pretty sweet. Now, I played, I think I've logged maybe three and a half-ish hours, maybe four hours in um, Dragonborn. And I have only explored one tiny, I'm making like a, a little portion uh, gesture with my hand right now. You can't, you can't see it. But like literally the smallest portion the of the use, southwest right. corner of the island. But just the areas directly surrounding southwest, Raven Rock. Southwest. Okay, I know the area. Yeah, yeah. Are you going up the coast? It's not even like going up the coast. I'm just kind of like going down to Frostmoth, Fort Frostmoth, and then uh, just kind of going back and forth up and just, just looking at like all the stuff. Like I, I've done almost nothing. I've just explored. And uh, recently I actually went to, uh, you know, the, the town on the southeastern side, Tel Marith? Mm-hmm. Um, I just went there. It's not and really a town. Is that, that that giant mushroom? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The giant with the where Valoth lives. Yeah, the, the, uh, the creepy magic dude. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I went up there, and I actually read um, the the Deathbrand book, Joe. But I'm not sure if I uh, it like it, it does it trigger when you read the book. Yes, it does. Okay, because I I don't remember that. Are you happening. at the right level? 
it'll tell you to find. I forgot what it tells you to go find, but I don't know if it marks on your map or not where to go. I assembled across the first part of the quest when I was exploring. Uh, okay, yeah, because I, I was just kind of absentmindedly reading books, and I remember seeing that book, but I wasn't paying attention if anything triggered. But I'll, it I'll, will I gotta go log back in game and check it out. But definitely, I mean, if you guys are saying it's a quest worth doing, I'm definitely checking that out. Well, yeah, it is. Duh. <laughs> Um, here's where it gets interesting, okay? There was a live stream, was it two days ago now, I think? Yeah, something like that. No, it was yesterday, wasn't it? No, it was Maybe. two days ago. It was two days ago, two nights ago. Two nights. <laughs> so, at this point, I guess if Varwin was live streaming. Yes, and I was. You're, yeah, you're back. And uh, Yeah, sorry about that, guys. No, it's cool. Um, so yeah, Varun was live streaming, and Joe and I hopped on the call, and Joe had like played like. And you mean I had to beg Varun to call me? Yeah, that. Kiss kiss Varun. What was the point of playing Skyrim? Yeah, the yeah, live stream two nights ago. <laughs> yeah. I had no idea. Shank's like, oh, by the way, uh, I think I think Joe's asking. Tonight. You want to look in the chat room? And he's like, dude, let me in the call. Let me in the call. <sighs> <laughs> God. Joe, I think Joe actually said, "Oh, so you you let Shank talk to you on Skype when he calls you, but not me." <laughs> <laughs> I felt so bad. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> sorry. So Joe logs on and he's like, "Guys, I've played like six to seventeen million years of Dragonborn already." <laughs> Pretty much. You guys, you guys should go check out this mine. I had pretty much been and, playing um, it all day, nonstop, since it launched at 2 p.m. <laughs> that day. So we went to this mine, and uh, it was kind of weird because Varwin and I were doing pretty much the same. I'm pretty sure we were doing the exact same thing with, with co- totally different characters, totally different levels, different gear, everything. And he, I don't you, you. I mean, it was really cool. So, but my experience of it, he Joe was like, "Yeah, you guys should go to Raven Rock Mines. You know, there, there's cool stuff there." And I was like, "Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, that that sounds like fun." So, I went in there, and like a lot of poo came out. Let's not let's not walk around it here, okay? Well, so I actually, like, what I said to you guys was, "Oh my god, you haven't done it. You gotta do it. It's gonna set the pace. You gotta do it. You go home. You gotta do it." And you guys like, "Okay, fine." <laughs> Raven Rock birds <laughs> came at you, Shank. <laughs> Not um, at me, like, as so much as, like, out of me. Like, I had yeah, to, dude, I literally had to change my diaper, like, six to seven times. That's I ran out of wipes, okay? <laughs> I remember <laughs> this. Yeah. Yeah. Hearing he was, uh, Shank freak out every two, three minutes. He was horrible. I was like, I turned the corner, Draugr White, da- Draugr Deathlord. I'm like, oh, my God, what am I going to do? I am so dead. I basically panicked, Is which is what I do. I panic really, really well, if you guys don't know me by now. And I just literally swung my swords chivalry style, just in like wild abandon, swinging at everything. It was pretty fun. I somehow managed to get through that entire thing, got to the very, very, very end. And there was this amazing puzzle. Um, I'm not going to say anything about it other than it's pretty awesome. And if you guys haven't done it, go to Ravenrock Mines in Ravenrock, and it is a sweet puzzle. So... Joe said it was uh, pretty difficult or whatever, so I was like, okay, cool. You know, my magnificence, of course, I can overcome it. I'm the man. Yeah, and I believe uh-huh. Varwin was about <laughs> 10, 15 minutes behind him in the in the mine, and Shank was panicking, trying to figure out how to do the door before <laughs> Varwin got to it. 
<laughs> no, I wasn't panicking about the door. I panicked all the way up to the door. No, you were yeah. panicking at the door like trying to figure it out. When I got to the I, door, I remember and I was this like, exactly. Okay, I can actually Shane. sit down and like think for a second Shane? here. I remember this. You were panicking because you wanted to figure out the puzzle before Evarwin. I wasn't panicking. There I was, was like, I want to figure it out, but there was yeah. a, there was a moment of competition on on Shank's side where <laughs> he definitely said, "Oh, he's almost a few minutes here. I need to do this before he gets here." <laughs> figures it out. <laughs> so I did. I figured it out before Varwin, and I got this amazing sword. I like how he remembered that. <laughs> no, no competition there. No, no. <laughs> No competition. I, I beat a Varwin. Let's okay. And <laughs> I got, got the sweet sword. And um, basically, yeah, I've just, I man, you can if you if you could like somehow warp into my game file, you can see exactly the path I took by just tracking the diapers that were just strewn along the ground of that mine. I had to step over a couple. Yeah, I, yeah. See, I mean, there you go, right there. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it was pretty. It was terrifying, and I I cursed Joe afterwards. I was like, "Dude, what? Do, why did you make me oh, do that?" <laughs> I have to do this. Um, I've been wanting to do this for the longest time. So give me one second here. Uh, where is it? Oh, here it is. Okay, here we go. Open with. Here we go. <laughs> you could do it, Joe. You could do it. You are welcome. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> that was worth it. Worth it. Totally. <laughs> The, the, God, I, I have never felt such just like panic-induced combat in my life, except for maybe chivalry. Mm. <laughs> you handled it. Uh, you handled crisis. You got through it. Yeah, crisis. <laughs> he got through it. Okay. Yeah. I got through it, but uh, so yeah, that's that's been my experience with Dragonborn. It's really been like three and a half, four hours of me just wandering around, um, clearing out Fort Frostmoth. This is the cool thing, guys. Okay. And with regards to the quests, I was there on uh, uh, Solstheim for not even 20 minutes, and I was just talking to the citizens of Ravenrock, and I must have got at least just five quests in within that yes. time of 20 minutes. Yes, and you know, I, that did not escape my, my, uh, my notice. I really, really liked that. I did too because you can tell that they like actually crafted it like very very in depth and yeah. said you know what we need like you guys are paying for this we want to give you the content like actual content yeah uh, yeah and I, I think it's brilliant that that's the first DLC coming out for PlayStation Three oh yeah dude agreed that's like their biggest way of saying sorry guys here's the best <laughs> thing ever for Skyrim and you get it half off yeah same with the next two. So that was my Dragonborn gameplay, but there was something really, really cool and quick that I wished to mention. And this was when I was, um, no. I think it was Monday or Sunday of our one. I can't remember. Um, Sunday, Monday. Happy <laughs> so our one and I basically were, we looked at the, 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 the beta uh, sign up trailer, the cinematic one. Ah, Yes. Yeah, and this was really, really cool, guys. Okay, so there's a there's one shot where um, the elves, the really, really hot elf chick, is, like, scaling over the tower, and the camera just kind of follows them up and, like, pans out, and you get Shows this the glorious tower. shot of the Imperial City. And, mm -hmm. and for a timestamp, that's roughly 2 minutes, 27, 27 seconds into the trailer. And you can see in this shot, you see the white gold tower off in the distance. You see mountains on the left, uh, a mountain on the right, and you see what looks to be a sunset in, with in, like setting over mountains in the way, way far, as well as two sort of rivers. 
coming towards the camera from Oh, don't tell me you actually know exactly where this is happening. That's the thing. We, we tried I, to find that out. Yeah, if Arwen and I spent literally 45 minutes yeah. looking at all maps of Tamriel, all maps of Cyrodiil, trying to figure out where did they take this shot well, from. You gotta yeah. be, they gotta think of it on a geological term, man. A thousand years? That's plenty of time for a river to change course. Well, we account up for that. Not exist. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the thing. Mass. We we, that, we we actually accounted for that because we looked at you know the sunset. We took into account the mountains, the land uh-huh. masses, yeah. and from everything we saw, it looked like they were attacking from the northwest corner of Cyrodiil, which would basically be mean that they were entering from Morwind. Cyrodiil, okay, is is round. Anyway, not 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 the, in the, the corner that I'm round. thinking of, dude. If you check out the map, there's actually if you it's, go keep going north, I meant the city. Of, uh, the Imperial City is round, so it's kind of harder to judge your distance or your direction from that. Well, uh, that, was, that was our first challenge, yeah. But what we did was we were we were trying to figure out based on on the geography and what you see of the geography in the video and what you see of of it in in maps. And then, kind of like assuming that that the sun, you know, rises and sets in the in you know rises in the east and sets in the west, which you know I'm not 100 percent sure if it does in, in Nern, um, mm-hmm. but we just sort of like assumed that as well. We we came up with this this idea that they must be coming from like the north eastern portion of Cyrodiil, somewhere from Morrowind into into Cyrodiil from from that area. Yeah, and we actually we looked at the Imperial Isle. And if you look at the uh, an overhead map of Cyrodiil, you'll actually see that uh, there are three sort of things jutting out from the Imperial City. You'll see the Waterfront District, the Arcane University, and the Imperial Prison. Yeah. And we took those um, extra land masses into account. And the only thing, the only thing that didn't add up, Joe, you you didn't hit the nail on the head. Navarwin mentioned this as well. Yeah. Rivers can change course. Out of every single thing that we analyzed, the only thing that did not line up were the rivers. If you discount the rivers, it looks like they were sh- coming from the uh, northeastern portion out of Morrowind into Cyrodiil, but the rivers are the only things that didn't match up. Now, okay. chat room, if I'm you bored. guys... Let's move on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 45 minutes, Joe. 45 minutes. No, that, that's it. I was just going to say, chat room, if you guys can help us out, uh, shoot us an email, but uh, that was that's literally Speaking it. Speaking of uh, chat room, i got to answer something that Skeever Keen said. He yeah. said that uh, if you thought the door puzzle was hard, try the Dwemer Oiler puzzle. That was actually super easy because the game walks you by the hand to do it. So that was actually one of the easier ones in the game. Oh, nice. You got to check that out. <laughs> anyway. Is that it for a shank tonight? or No, that that's absolutely it, dude. That, that's right. everything I got. Guys, brace yourselves. We're going to get into the developer question of the week. Yes! Yeah, I'm super psyched. <laughs> Hi, my name is Michael Zanke, and I'm a writer on the Elder Scrolls Online. The mysterious Dwemer race disappeared even before our game began. Nobody in Tamriel knows why, or at least nobody's talking. Knowing what you know about the race, why do you think they disappeared? So that is the question. I love why this question. Do we think- that is a fantastic question. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Why do we think the Dwemer have disappeared? I, I, I know why. All right, Dave. Yeah, go ahead. Let's, let me, I'm, I'm curious to hear me at the bit on this one. No, right, I'm gonna make Dave go last. That? Never mind. Um, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Dave. Okay, okay, okay. I I actually have put thought and effort into this, and it has absolutely no founding whatsoever in lore. Well, maybe it does, maybe it doesn't, but I'm guessing. <laughs> and my thought is 
they are the smart elves, right? They're the ones who are, are mechanically inclined. They understand what's going on. They looked at the world, and they're like, these other people are idiots. Like, every <laughs> single one of them. So they packed everybody up, made a spaceship, flew their butts all the way to the moon, and that's where they're hanging out now. No, no, you got it wrong, man. They they joined up with the dolphins. Row with the dolphins oh, out of the planet. God. It's even Dolphin better. Cities. <laughs> so long and thanks for all the fish. <laughs> Dolphins are mammals, dude. Whatever. Lou, you have any ideas on this? Several. My big one was, you know, they they, they built a big spaceship, got a fleet, start maybe 54,000 survivors. Oh, man. Lou, you just like completely... Day, oh, wait. You completely crushed my dream of you. I expected you'd be like, well, it says in here, in here, in here, in this era, they did... <laughs> <laughs> That'd be too easy. <laughs> too easy. Yeah, my image like of you is gone. To Battlestar Galactica. The numbers change, Shank. <laughs> Each episode. Well, yeah. the hell. <laughs> well, there's several theories. We all know. You know, if you read the books and the game, a couple of theories, and in the lore sections too, that maybe they were doing something they should not have been doing. Skooma. And, amongst other things, yes, Skooma. <laughs> Enhanced Skooma, and things happen, and guess what? The whole race paid for it. This is what you get when you think you're you're too good, you're tampering, too powerful, and oh, oops. Oops. That was almost as bad as my improv answers. Skooma uh, happened. Evarwin, <laughs> <laughs> what do you got, man? Well, um... I, I've always been very intrigued by this whole where the Dwimmer go thing. And um, there's there's a there's a book I picked up in Skyrim at one point that, that does kind of like hint that they had a war with the Daedra. And I'm wondering if like that's what happened. There's some it either hints that they had a war with the Daedra or that they all sort of like packed up and moved to another another realm whether it would be you know oblivion or or you know the other the other uh, planes that they sort of just like kind of packed up and moved to another plane due to a war with the daedra or something was going on with the daedra i tell you that i tell you though the sigic order would be the first set of people i would ask because i'm sure they've got something to do with this maybe if the sigic order is that old which i'm not sure if they are but if they didn't have something to do with it, I'm sure they would know. I actually, for once, have a serious answer of very similar to yours, Yvarwin. But there are more continents on Nern. Right. So I am I believe that they, you know, being technologically advanced, technologically advanced, they found a way to travel overseas. Left Ner- they, they left Tamra altogether and said, F you guys, kind of like what Dave said, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. is now thriving in a mechanical wonder of a city on another continent in Nern. Well, don't forget, Joe. They're With not laser turrets. They, um, by the way, they wouldn't, they wouldn't be the first if that were the case. Like, they, people would know about them then, because I mean, you know, the well, original, the, the original Nords, how were much not from Skyrim? They one, came over. Yeah, I know, but that was even further back. The thing is that what that kind of gets me is that if you look at, at Tamriel's history how very much um, self-absorbed it is, and the fact that there is very little to no mention or involvement with any other continent in Nern. 
except for the fact that it mentions that there are other continents. That's it. Mm. Very little. Yeah, like well, I, I, I wouldn't agree, agree with that. Well, from Skyrim, the only one you actively hear about, other than Tamriel, is uh, Akaviri. And even then, it's only yeah. that the Red Guard are like, yeah, we left that place because it sucked. <laughs> uh, may, may I kindly offer up? No, 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 no we're moving on. I'm, okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Joe calling me. <laughs> you're, you're raising your hand? Okay, good boy, go ahead. Go, Shane. <laughs> I have a sort of serious answer. Uh, so, Ivarwin, you were actually more on the money than you thought. Um, there was actually... Because so, Shank knows. But, yeah, I was there, man. <laughs> Shank said I'm right, so yeah, he was there. So, <laughs> so there, there was actually this ancient uh, elven race called the Chimer. And uh, the Dwemer, there was actually a battle of Red Mountain, which I'm sure you guys have read in books and everything. It's, it's like literally everywhere. And what happened was um, that the Dwemer actually um, found what the, they call the heart of Lorcan, and Lorcan was this god who basically like created Earth or Nern, and they like found his heart. And the cleric, uh, the Dwemer cleric, was like, "Oh my god, guys! I found this heart. This is totally sweet." He made like these three tools to get the heart back, and as he unleashed like the power of the heart, something happened, and they just instantly disappeared. That's the book I read. Yeah, okay. that's that's the feeling. Um, that was it. Joe, could we get a soundbite of Shank saying the power of the heart? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, I might have to do something with that. I could just do this one. <laughs> anyway, so that was... I also... I'm sorry, go ahead, Joe. I was going to wrap this up. We still have a mile long to go in the show. Yeah, yo. Well, word. Okay, really quick, if I want to wrap it up. All right, I just want to say that I, I seem to remember that when the Nords came over uh, from... This goes back to one of Lou's lore segments... Months and months and months ago, um, when the Nords came over, I forgot where they came from. They hit Skyrim. They had uh, what? At Mora? Yeah, sure. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) They had they had a they they started having that war with the Snow Elves, and then the Snow Elves were forced underground. I remember. I think I remembered uh, Lou saying that when the Snow Elves were forced underground, all of the Dwimmer stuff was already there. Yeah, yes. because the the, and the Nords. Yeah, because the Nords were lived like in the Dwemer time. Like the Nord, the Dwarves disappeared way after the Nords came over to mainland Tamriel. All okay. right, we are getting way too lore heavy on this and going way too long. People love it, though. People love it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I still want to get the rest of the show before it goes to four hours. Yeah. And that's my job. Hate it or love it, I don't care. <laughs> Mystery Varwin. See, you're next. Oh, sweet, man. So, um, yeah, Elder Scrolls and me, we rolled around a lot this week, yo. Yeah. Skyrim. <laughs> Got jiggy with I played, it. I played uh, vanilla. Can I call it vanilla Skyrim? Is that okay now? Is that an acceptable term? That's acceptable. Sure. No. Yeah. All right. So I played I played vanilla Skyrim as in, as in before Dragonborn. Uh, then I played Dragonborn, and then I played some Oblivion. How do you feel about that? Joe, what do you want to hear first? You know, I kind of find it funny that you log into Oblivion because I was meaning to, but I got so wrapped up in Skyrim that I didn't. So It was it was before uh, Dragonborn came out. I, I thought I saw you on it like yesterday. Uh, yeah, I might have. Yeah, it was, it was yesterday. I, I know I saw you log into Oblivion and Steam. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's I do might. Oblivion, dude. All right, so Oblivion, right? Real quick. Uh, level five warrior, heavy armor, blade skill. I use a, I use a shield as well. That's those are those are the uh, skills I'm leveling up. Um, just in case you don't you don't remember from last time I spoke 
about Oblivion. Um, I am now trying to level up some some uh, restoration skills, but it's exceedingly difficult in Oblivion. It's very hard. Hmm. Restoration skills, heavy armor, warrior with a shield. Okay. Put the pieces <laughs> together. <laughs> Paladin. Uh, so, so because I know next to absolutely nothing about Oblivion, um, I've adopted kind of like the, the Shank style. I'm just, I'm just exploring, I'm roaming, tons and tons and tons of that. Uh, whenever I get a quest, I go do the quest. That's, that's basically it. Um, but I've got this one quest. So what happened was, and I'm totally into this quest, right? I found, I found an Aelid statue in one of their ruins. And apparently, like, I sold this. So after I sold the statue, I found myself walking around the Imperial City, and this guy approaches me, and he gives me a letter, and he says that his, his employer heard about me selling the statue, and he wanted to see me. His name is Umbacano. So sure enough, I go to see Umbacano in the Imperial City, and he wants me to, long story short, gives me a quest called The Collector, and he wants me to go to all of these different alien ruins find 10 of the statues I'm having the best time with this quest because it doesn't tell you where any of these statues are it doesn't tell you which Aelid ruins to go to and there's a ton of them all around I went to 4 Aelid ruins I've just happened to like discover thinking maybe I missed a statue in one of them no (laughs) bone dry (laughs) And I am totally getting my butt handed to me in these places by by like mages and and uh, they're. I can't uh, sit down for a week, but I'm loving it. It's it's <laughs> <laughs> it's tough, but I really really enjoying what I'm doing. So I'm gonna I'm gonna update as I can on on that uh, that quest because it's gonna take me a long time to do this. So I'm really interested in the collector. Also, um, Shank explained a little bit about. Um, how how alchemy works in the game. He did it on the podcast and then we were, we were talking a bit on Skype um, I think the day I actually got this quest and started kind of like, you know, breaking it down for me a little bit more. Because I'm retarded and I don't understand anything. <laughs> and uh, so I'm, I'm actually enjoying the alchemy system in this game too. So I'm having a lot of fun with that. So I, I am going to uh, start leveling up alchemy as well. Uh, so that's that's it for Oblivion. I think I played maybe once or twice this week. All um, right, let's get into the fun stuff, man. Yeah, in Skyrim, I've uh, I've got a, a mage that I started up before Dragonborn came out. She's level nine, working on destruction. Got that up to thirty-two with Conjuration. That's now thirty-eight. Uh, I picked I picked uh, Novice and Apprentice uh, perks for both of those trees. I'm doing Augmented Shock, Mystic Binding, and Soul Stealer for Conjuration. So you're basically dealing with a conjured weapon style. Yes. Yes. So basically, what I'm doing is um, I'm learning magic. Whatever, whatever I can get out and knock the guy down with my my spells, I you know I'm using that. I'm using destruction magic for that. And then as they close in on me, I'll I'll whip out like a bound weapon and then just go go melee from there. What type of bound weapon are you using? Uh, right now, I am dual wielding bound swords. I want to hear cool. it. <laughs> Don't hear and again, you know, lots and lots of roaming with this character. Um, the walkabout, walkabout, yeah, shank play style. You know, Joe, you you hit you hit the nail on the head when you said that you've never played the mage style before, and now you feel like a noob. Yeah, same feeling. I feel like me. I'm I'm gaining my 
full rounded knowledge of Skyrim right now, you know, learning yes. about magic and how to use it, and uh-huh. even diving a little bit into the other schools, other disciplines like illusion and that kind of thing. And it's just been, yeah. it's been fun. I'm, t- I feel like, I feel like my knowledge about the series and about Skyrim as well is just, is just exploding right now. You know, I almost feel, Joe, I feel enlightened. Yeah, let's go play right now. <laughs> now they can, they can wrap the show up. Okay, let's go, Barwin. <laughs> All right, so um, so there you have it. Yeah, so I'm gonna actually gonna I'm actually gonna do the Mage College quest line. I'm gonna I'm gonna push myself through the 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 difficult, boring part. I would that wait I was... seriously until you're in your twenties. Yeah, because there's some dungeons that literally will take you from being like level ten as their base to level twenty in one 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 quest. That's it. I'll push it off. I don't care. <laughs> Good luck. <clears throat> It is um, fun, though. And I'm, I'm using Lydia as my tank. So. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it's it's not... I, I, I don't have a problem with it. You know, she gets in the way. She's died a couple of times. But, uh, you know, she's never worse for the wear. I pick her up, dust her off, smack, smack her in the butt, and we continue our merry way. Ooh. I yeah. Wow. Good game, good game. That was pretty yeah. graphic. All right. <laughs> all right, let's hear about this Dragonborn, man. Alright, so then Dragonborn comes out and I just vomit all over my feet. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, everything just stops like Dragonborn. <laughs> so, uh, level 46 Paladin now. Uh, got him, got a Varwin halfway up to 47. Really, 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 really excited about almost hitting 50. Um, the one point that I got, I spent in enchanting, which is now 67. So now I do 40% stronger enchants. No one cares. All right. So I started dragging. <laughs> you calculate it. You, you are 40% stronger. A hundred percent of the time. Every soon, soon as I get into Morrowind. Widget math. Soon as, <laughs> as soon as I get into Morrowind, I hear the Morrowind soundtrack playing. <gasps> Oh my God! <laughs> can can I tell you? The, was, no, hilarious. No, you can't. Oh God! The listening to his oh, orgasm was great. Oh my God! The the, fe- <laughs> the feeling of this being done right just hit me like a ton of bricks straight in the face. That had to hurt. It was like boom. We did this right. I was like. Oh my god! I immediately sent out a tweet to to uh, Bethesda and the developers, and I was like, "Thank you so much! Oh my god! You're going to make fun of me for years." So <laughs> I couldn't believe it. It was just it's the the attention to detail was was unbelievable. They it looks like I, I've recently have played Morrowind. It looks like Morrowind just with Skyrim graphics, and it's such a simple concept. But how come no one else does this? <laughs> what continuity? Yes, <laughs> no one has that continuity. And not I Bethesda. <laughs> oh man, I swear to God, I, if there was a Bethesda de- developer right here, I would kiss his feet. I swear to God, I would because I was just so <clears throat> appreciative of this of the job that they did. It was just phenomenal. The music, the way it looked, beautiful, absolutely perfect. Now, um, I hate to bring this up, but Varwin, you realize that the game actually was recalled and will be uninstalled on Steam next time you log in. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. So, um, because I was, I was just so moved, I immediately threw open the live stream, and I didn't even touch the game. I just live streamed it, and I live streamed my first hour. 
which was spent uh, roaming around, taking it all in and exploring. Um, I did a bunch of quests in town. You know, I cleared out the mine. Like, and you tell know, some noob logged in, begging to get in the call, telling you to go somewhere else. There's Joey's like, Senor Ibarri. <laughs> Stag tells me, I'm like, oh my god, I can't believe I didn't call the guy. Uh, yeah, the mine quest was that going into the mine was amazing because I was totally expecting this to just run like every other dungeon I've run in in Skyrim, and not that they're bad. It's just you you do you you do a hundred of them, and it's you know you start to recognize that you know the what the traps look like, and you know you can sort of start predicting like where they're going to be versus where they usually aren't, and like you start getting the the pattern and the the beat of these things the dungeons here I, and i was expecting that fully you know expecting and not and completely okay with that and and not having a problem with it no totally 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 kind of different dungeon style it's just like i said uh, the best way i can explain it is they just turn skyrim they turn the volume up with this 11 yeah it's it's great it is so great you know it, you know, you go through there, and the the traps aren't necessarily where you expect them to be. And I have to ask you guys this really quick, because it was something that occurred to me when I was playing through Dragonborn. But there mm. was so much continuity and some of the new things in there, especially what we played in the alpha. For else was online, it almost felt to me like they purposely added little tidbits in uh, Dragonborn that will co- um, correlate with Elder Scrolls Online in terms of story or backlore. You, I mean, are that you just saying makes it that, I'm much better. <laughs> what, Shane? I was just saying that. I mean, that just makes the whole series as a whole that much better. That they actually, if they if they did do that because of those reasons, I mean, that they care on that level, that's just awesome. Yeah, it just some of the things that we, we, we experienced in Elseworlds Online playing through the Morrowind section, it really had a very, I don't know, it had a really big tie-in to me when I was playing certain parts. I can't give you any ex- exact examples. I forgot them. But hopefully I'll remember them later on. Anyway, sorry, Varn, well, go ahead. You know, I no, it's okay. Um I I, I I feel like they're they're now linking up these games as as best as they, they possibly can. And uh I, I see where, where you get that from because I feel the same way that I immediately felt a connection to Elder Scrolls three in Souls Time. And that's not easily done. You got to intentionally do that and intentionally do it the right way, and I, I think they nailed it. And that's that's the one thing that was just, like I said, hit me like a ton of bricks as soon as I even got there. Um, the first quest was great. the The quest at the very end with the door, when you get the the two handed weapon, the mm-hmm. that that puzzle, yeah. probably the most interesting puzzle I've ever played in a video game. It was different, that's for sure. It absolutely was. Di- yeah, it was. And you know what? I I sat there and I had to think about it for a while to put the pieces together in my head. I got to figure out what am I looking at? What's available to me? What's around here? What if I, you know, start testing the waters a little bit? You know what? That's what an RPG is all about. Once you stop thinking like you and start thinking like your character is in this situation and now what should I do with the things I have at my disposal? That's what an RPG is. Congratulations. You guys nailed it on that one. <laughs> totally you're, nailed it. You're welcome. 
Yeah. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> so that was cool. Um, I, you know, I ran around again. Shank brought it up earlier. You know, the, the quest that you do inside the town. Phenomenal. You know, I helped pass out and not just like, you know, the normal RPG quest. You know, I, I did. Uh, I, I passed out uh, uh, Sojuma. I guess that's what you what you call it um, from yeah. the innkeeper. His little uh, drink that he concocted. Yeah. Yeah. You know, cleared out that mine. Um, collected uh, some Netch jelly from uh, for the local alchemist. Jellyfish stopped a uh, you know an ash spawn uh, invasion. You know uh, at the local temple. I mean, it was just. It's not stuff that that you've never done before. It's just that var- leads into actually a much bigger question. It's just variety, you know. It, it's a lot of variety and it was great. It felt, and it's a lot of variety in a tiny little place. So it was really like localized and ultra convenient and, and tons of fun. So that was cool. <coughs> um, started the main quest, of course, cleared, uh, I got all the way up to Mirax temple, cleared that out. What do you think of that, that temple, man? Oh, sweet. The dragon that's, that's the hanging thing. from the chains. You know, they, they, sometimes games like they throw all their, their best, they, they put their best foot forward with the first dungeon and then the rest of them, you kind of feel like they fall flat. Yeah. I, yeah. No. Mirax Temple was just as interesting and exciting as the mine was. And this was great. I really enjoyed First of all, that mine, I was not expecting it to be nearly as long or a, a dungeon like it actually was. So that was that was totally awesome. I thought Merrick's Temple was so much better because of the environment. Yeah, I, I you know what? I, I agree, but I didn't I didn't think one was better than the other. I, I had an equal fun time going through Mirax Temple. Now Mar was really- an equal opportunity dungeon master. <laughs> I'll clear them all. Okay. Uh, quick, quick question to Avarwin and Joe. Since you guys have done that temple, which one do you prefer, Labyrinthian or Merrick's Temple? Yeah, I would have to say Merrick's Temple. Damn. Well, all right then. Not even <laughs> <a question. laughs> Hands down. It's, it's big. Well, that's that. <laughs> it's big and it's filled with challenge and, and interest. Um, Labyrinthian so. was big and filled with challenge, but not, not on the constant basis, constant beat, constant scale that Merrick's Temple was. Gotcha. America was extremely unique in, in its environment. Yeah. What I loved about it. That's when you first start hearing that reverberating growl. Totally awesome. Uh, got a couple of armor pieces along the way made of uh, stall rim, headpiece, chest piece. Yeah, that's so. heard found his first piece in the freaking mine. <laughs> I wanted to race through the live stream and punch him. It was epic. <laughs> totally not rubbing your face in it. <laughs> that's okay. I have an entire oh. set. Oh, <laughs> Oh, <laughs> so now I'm up to the fate of Skull, and I have to travel to Searing's Watch and uh, learn the the word of power out there. So that's my next step. I like I'm hoping. Soul. What's that, Joe? I've been really getting into the lore of this more than I ever did in Skyrim, mm-hmm. and I really enjoyed the Skull and their history and, and what they're about. I kind of feel like I'm dealing with the cousins of the Nords. They're kind of like the um, Dark Age style Nord. Mm. Yeah. Because you don't want to admit to. <laughs> or the last one's invite. Yeah, we're having a party next week. I don't know. More like, more like just like a forgotten, just like a forgotten clan of the Nord. You know, not someone that you're you're not you know like you're you don't want to associate with. Just 
Just sort of like, ah, oh, those guys, yeah. Oh, so kind of like how America treats Canada. Anyway, he oh, did not say you know, that. Fans of Canada, that's not nice. Oh, Canada. Anyway, yeah. Uh, so, so that I, I, I know where you're going with that, Joe, and I, I agree. Yeah, it's, it's, it's cool. It's very interesting to hear, to hear Skull's, you know, um, lore. So, um, I guess to kind of like round this whole thing off, um, I'm, I'm focusing like a laser beam. On the main quest, freaking laser, freaking laser beam on Dra- <laughs> Dragonborn, uh, because I found out, like like you did, Joe, that that uh, Mirak likes to steal dragon souls. Yeah, that bastard. Yeah, that so Joe, that bastard. Exactly, exactly. So so no more exploring for me. None of that. Okay, I'm gonna track him down. I'm gonna grab him by the throat. I'm going to rip that stupid <laughs> mask off his face. I'm going to beat the snows out of his face until he gives them all back to me because I want them back. Mirak. Mirak, yeah. I'll get my revenge. Uh, I have one little quick thing I forgot to talk about. It's a jerk. There is this really rich, what they call a rich house in the uh, beginning town. This is during our little uh, live stream event that we were doing. The manor? The manor. I was inside of it, robbing it blind, enjoying the crap out of it, Stealing everything, thinking I was getting filthy rich. I turn around and do one more quest right after I rob everything, and they give me that stupid that stupid house. I have to go put everything back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's epic. Go Bethesda. <laughs> Just stole from himself. That's it. That's 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 my my playthrough for the week. So. Could have sold the endgame wife, made a killing off yourself. Like, oh, look at this. <laughs> I'm going to rob my own self blind. These prices. I can't wait to get Mirak in my grubby little mitts. All right. So we're going to get into our next email. And this one comes in from Newer. Viral, why don't you take this one, buddy? All right. Here we go. So, Newer ESOTR fan listener Seth C asks The one thing I feel is the biggest mystery to me for ESO is this mega server and how it's going to function. I keep hearing there'll be millions on it, but that people will be in, will be put into certain zones when playing based on who you like to play with through the survey. Now, say I enjoy playing with every type of player, and I play with just a couple of friends. So if I'm playing with players numbers 1 through 2,000 in a current zone, and I walk across an imaginary zone, an imaginary zone line, am I now suddenly playing with players number 2,000 to 4,000? Well, what are the mechanics for this type of server? Thanks. Uh, there's a couple of things here. Do you want to try this one, Yvonne? Or do you want me to get, tackle this? Well, uh, yeah, go ahead, Joe, because I'm not 100% sure on... Well, There's, they haven't released a whole lot of information either no, regarding it, but... but from what we can gather right now, it's going to be not zone-based. Um, there's not going to be zones. Zones are specific areas or continents. That's not what it's going to do to you. What it's going to do is going to put you into what's called an instanced area, where it hides certain players and lets the other players that, according to your survey, become visible in the world with you. And there's going to be a cap of how many people can be in that kind of um, <clears throat> instanced section with you. Well, you know, I, I, did they even say anything about a cap? Uh, no, but I would imagine so. Only for server stability and for your computer stability. Right. Well, I mean, that's... 
you know, we can we can assume, but internet can only go so far. I mean, they have great technology. We've seen it in action, but they can only go so far with the current internet standards. Well, you know, it could be doing it the other direction too. Um, one technology that's very recent that that we've seen is in the game Rift. The rifts, the actual rifts that open up and pop out into the world, are completely controlled like a, a character would be by a separate server. So you may be able to walk around and it may technically be just an empty open you know, world and what you see is controlled by a separate server that basically drops it on top of your character. There is this a lot of talk from like other podcasts and stuff going around that I don't know if I agree with entirely. They haven't announced what their what how the technology is going to work at all. That's that's been one of the biggest secrets. All we know is it's going to be a mega server. They're saying that it's going to be a whole bunch of servers linked up as one because other games do that. I don't know if that is exactly the case. It's possible that's what they're going to do because of technology standards. I don't know if they have some new server tech out there that allows them to have one actual running server. We don't know that information yet. Yeah, I mean, at the risk of... God, you know, and I, I, these questions are really tough because, you know, they're, they're not 100% saying, like, how this is going to work. I guess the best um, but, thing to do, we've already went on that, which is uh, putting the, the the disclaimer is that what we are talking about is, is pure pecula- is speculation, pure speculation. Ooh. Yeah, right, but there, there is there is actual like hard knowledge out there regarding some some of this stuff, and and I think the you know our our community spotlight with Tamriel Foundry really kind of like pushed out as as much of that actual information as there's as there it could mm-hmm. really can be. Yeah. Speaking of that, though, we were gonna, we are going to have another community spotlight coming up, hopefully pretty soon. Yeah. So I yeah. uh, hope you guys enjoyed that because there's more of that coming. Um, well, that's I think that's, I think that's going to go as far as we can really go on that right now. I mean, it's basically like like what you said, Joe. You know, I mean, it's 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 going to be phased, and those phases are going to be based on that on a lot of different factors. That survey being one of them. Yeah. We don't. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. Again, it's speculation at this point. We know yeah. the, the simple hard facts, and that's it. Um, as for interesting DLC news for PlayStation fans out there, you guys got some love. Evilyn, tell them about it. Yeah, uh, Friday, February first. Wait's almost over for PS3 fans because Bethesda announced on their official blog and on Twitter the release dates for Skyrim DLC in North America. North America PS3 DLC Dragonborn is going to be released Tuesday, February 12th. Hearthfire will be released Tuesday, February 19th. And Dawnguard will be released Tuesday, February 26th. Now again, each will be 50% off for their debut week on PlayStation Network. You guys are finally get your love and we couldn't be more happy about this by the end of February you will have all your DLC all of it starting with with the best starting with the best yeah February 12th that's this Tuesday so yay I'm so happy for our PS3 fans yay finally it's yeah good for them I'm I'm proud of them I'm happy for them yeah I think Bethesda's handling it the correct way in my opinion we've been saying it for a long time to give you guys some kind of discount I think they're doing the best that they can do with it that's right. I'm very happy, very proud of Bethesda for doing this. Absolutely. We were we were calling for some kind of a discount on this show, you know, way back in the you know late late autumn, mm-hmm. and um, I'm I'm glad I'm glad they they had the same idea and, and went ahead with it. Uh, also on Monday, 
February 4th, Bethesda announced that English versions of Skyrim had passed certification by Sony and a release date for the European market was close at hand. Uh, dates were announced as follows. Dragonborn will come out in Europe, the English version in Europe, Wednesday, February 13th. Hearthfire, Wednesday, February 20th. And Dawnguard, Wednesday, February 27th. And again, that's the English version of Skyrim DLC for Europe. The French, Italian, German, and Spanish versions, also known as the Figs version, <laughs> have not been announced or passed that's certification bad. yet. <laughs> I see what you did there. See what you, <laughs> hashtag, see what I did there. <laughs> More is going to come in the, in the next few weeks, so, so look out. All right, guys, it's time for Lou's play. What do you got for us, Lou? Just lots of Skyrim this past week. Well, Remember, I'm gonna finish, I got to finish Dawnguard. <laughs> Have to, because I need to get rid of Serana. <laughs> anyway, while I was on my way back, I was actually stopping my wet run, and I realized, oh my god, you know, I still haven't finished the main storyline quest. Odovang is actually still trapped <laughs> in the castle. <laughs> I went up there. I'm looking like, oh, that's right. I haven't done this yet. <laughs> so it was like from oh, like is in another castle. <laughs> He's still there. Still feeling like, wow, man, you must really suck to you right now. <laughs> I totally forgot about you. <laughs> anyway, exit. <laughs> I'll see you later. I'll get back to you. <laughs> One of these days, I'll get back to finishing that quest. <laughs> They're feeding him painting cows to sustain him until you get there. Yeah, just keep him happy so he doesn't burn everything else down. <laughs> But with Dawnguard, I'm actually at the point right now where I recovered you know, both Elder Scrolls and I'm in the middle of going back to uh, Fort Dawnguard to have that Moth Priest read them and mm. continue that storyline. So I can't wait to have that done. Still have a little bit to go, man. Do I? Oh. <laughs> Sorry to burst your bubble there. I'm so stuck with that no good butt sucking vamp. Anyway. <clears throat> Alright. I'm calm. <laughs> <laughs> I actually used that mod I talked about last week, uh, which is the Thalmor Inquisitor Viceroy's clothes. My little battle mage alt. I figured I'd start off with her. And, you know, since Joe and I use the same, and now Shank uses the same, uh, you know, body <coughs> mod. <clears throat> yeah. Mm. <laughs> mm. Yes. <laughs> that mage looks even better. <laughs> Giggity. <clears throat> Just saying. Giggity. Oh, yeah. And I am like. And it's falling behind on my soundboard uses tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I may, however, I'm thinking about rerolling the Battle Mage, since when I first made her, also long ago, I made her as a Nord. Mm -hmm. But now I'm thinking, you know what? I'm going to take advantage of the you know, innate uh, Breton skill with magic. Oh, very nice. So, you know what? Let me, let me do this. Or, I mean, I'll just keep her as a Nord. And I'll just say, I'll... Also, Holic here. I'll just make another character. I don't care. <laughs> I'll start over again. So, how's it how's it working out for you? I mean, is it is it noticeably better? No, I haven't done it yet. Oh, okay. With my battle mage, God, she's only level ten, and since I have not played this style at all in this game, again, I feel like you know I mean steamroll by everything. You know, a little skeever, yeah, it's gonna kick my butt <laughs> to the corner. <laughs> like I'm running in fear. I'm like, oh my God, it's a rat. <laughs> it's a really Same. big rat. It's a R-O-U-S, man. Yeah, they don't exist. <laughs> <laughs> Until I get smacked by one in the head. 
<laughs> boom, boom. Alright. Yeah. I'm also going to try and make the set of my main character. Any chance to make it viable for my character's, that character's level, just because. <laughs> yeah, why not? Yeah, I mean, it looks, it looks good. And, and yeah, I do like the uh, the Black Sacrament mod armor that I'm using. Mm-hmm. But you know what? I want to change. That's the one it. I couldn't remember. Ah, oh. yeah, the Black Sacrament. Yeah, because I, I lost all my mods when I switched over to my OS because of stupid Steam. And I was trying to get all of them back, and I couldn't remember that that armor mod. It was driving me insane. Black <sighs> Sacrament. Got it. I'm gonna write that down right now. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of these armor mods and things just like that, yeah, you know, this is like an out of character type moment for the game. Um, you know, Elder Scrolls games, and yeah, coming in Elder Scrolls, you know, online, they're fantasy games. Mm-hmm. And one thing, since the probably knows very well how much I like trolling forums <clears throat> in any game we play, you know, one. Well, that you you read the forums. You're not a troll. Not yet, but sometimes <laughs> I do. Which I was. <laughs> you know, I, I love seeing these threads, um, these type of threads where. And this is one of my favorites, the, the skin versus the armor look debate, okay? Mm-hmm. Skin. Yeah. On skin. Yeah, you know, the first thing I'd like to, to remind everyone is like, okay, this is a fantasy game. Okay, here's the key word. Fantasy. Oh, you're you're saying that that how can how can a person properly protect themselves if they're Showing you know, if all their skin. cleavage is hanging out and you see their mid drift oh, and double floss, yeah. You know, the, the skin people uh, all right, what yeah, happened? You make your magic. clothes out of skeever pelt. It's magic. Yeah. <laughs> That's the case, then hey, you know what? Dragons don't exist. You see, <gasps> Louis, you gotta go to if you wanna put logic behind it, okay, if you see a really sexy red guard chick and a double floss walking around you're not going to attack that bottom section because you're going to be mesmerized by it. It's a psychological armor. <laughs> sure, there you go. That works. <laughs> it, it just amazes me. Like, you know, people want to inject reality into these games. You can't. That's the. <laughs> you know, I play these games to get away from that. Okay? Like, I enjoy reading the Harry Potter books because, yeah, I want to get lost in the world where wizards exist. Okay? I play Skyrim because I want to realize, you know, I want to get lost in a world where I'm the Dragonborn. I'm doing these incredible things. I'm living this dream. Right. Okay. Well, you know, I mean, uh, some people, I guess, they get hung up over that sort of thing. But, you know, it's like you said, Lou, it's a fantasy role-playing game. You know, <laughs> what's there? To, it's an art style is basically what it's all about. It's it's there to to give off a certain vibe about the world, and, and that's it, you know, so... Anyway, I just wanted to mention that. Yeah. You know, it's it's in the end, we're all playing fantasy games. Leave the reality behind you. Otherwise, you know what? Don't play fantasy games. It's <laughs> the whole point, but, man. Get lost. All right. Exactly. But back to Skyrim. I'm looking at my <laughs> yeah, journal. Question. I'm still. I realize I'm still on three out of four Ethereum stones. <laughs> I'm trying to remember where the hell I have to go for the next one. That's why I did them in order. One, two, three, yeah. and four. <laughs> no, this is why you know I I don't you know I should not do side quests. It's like, oh, I'm here. Let me take care of this, this, and this. And realize, oh, where was I going again? Damn it! <laughs> Damn it! Lost track. But you know what? I'm just gonna go back. <laughs> I'm just go back to every Dwemer rune I can find. Yeah, I think the uh, I think that's one quest I still haven't done yet. 
Ooh. Yeah, I got to get into that. Dude, I love that question. Yeah, it's I'm, I'm liking it so much so far. It's a lot yeah. of fun. And speaking of tones, you know, quest stones stuff like that. I am also, I realized, twenty out of twenty four for the stones of Baron Zaya. Oh, nice, dude. Yeah, I've never gotten yeah, more I than got, six. I got, I got <laughs> four more left, and I'm realizing, okay, where am I? At? Where do I have to go? There's a uh, there's an add on that shows you where they're at. Nah, not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't doing that because I I don't like using game hints or game guides or hints or walkthroughs for that. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'll enjoy being my you know being myself in the head going where where do I have to go? <laughs> I want to figure it out. That's my fun. You know, there's a reason there's so many of them. Your life will be incomplete if you complete that quest. You'll you'll have nothing left to do. No, well, I'll have to figure out a thing eventually. <clears throat> but that's for another day. But so far, yeah, that's been my week. Can't wait to finish it. And I still haven't touched Dragonborn. I have it, just haven't hit play. <laughs> haven't hit so. the old play button on it, huh? Yeah, I was like, oh, you know, I, I, like I said, I just want to finish Dragon uh, Dawnguard first. Dude, don't even. Don't even. Don't even. Just, just go to. Just, just skip it. Just do it, man. Just, just, just skip go it, to man. Dragonborn just, because. Just You've been trying to get rid of Serana for like a month now. <laughs> Just go to Dragonborn. I mean, it's it's a far better... You know, Dawnguard's a quest chain. You're going to love Dragonborn. You're going to love it. Just do it. You know, you owe it to yourself. I'll leave. Hey, Dragonborn, take this off my hands. <laughs> Please. I'll pay you, Dragon Souls. <laughs> Here, take them. Just take this one with you. <laughs> Uh, there was something else I wanted to mention really quick, and I completely spaced it, because I'm a loser like that. Anyway, um, <clears throat> moving on on the show, we got a couple more things to get into. One of the things I want to get into is the crafting table that yours truly picked this time. I gave you Varwin a break from having to go through mods. You're welcome. <laughs> Thanks. I didn't ask. Okay. <laughs> he didn't ask. I decided to take him by myself and do it because I was having N- fun nice today. Nice slice of humble pie right there. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I was helping my boy out. All right. I know he had had. He's been busy the last couple of days and he needed help. He didn't need help, but I decided to help him anyway. Hmm. But um, you know, <laughs> I'm trying to make excuses here. It's not working. Anyway, these two mods that are are mods that myself and Shank both use. And we are we can certify they are completely Dragonborn compatible. Yep. And they are minor graphical details that make a world of a difference. And the first one is HD herbs or HD plants plus herbs by Dartanis. Um, some of the color splotches on the ground of Skyrim are supposed to be flowers. You know those little blurbs. So he made them look like flowers. Gave them more of a high res texture look to them. So they, they actually pop out and stand out more. Especially if you're like uh, really big into potions and or Mother Earth and stuff like that, you can. Yeah, anyway, um, I like Mother. Earth. I like Mother Nern. He basically went and made Skyrim look more beautiful in, the, in more of a high, few high resolution handmade textures. Check it out, guys. It's HD plants and herbs. Very, very minor mod, but changes a lot. Um, Pure Waters is one of my favorite. Oh my, same here, dude. Amazing. It's by Last L A L A A S T. It's a pure, clean, and natural water, as it should be in the cold mountains of Skyrim. The, the mod provides water with complete overhaul. Color enhancements are natural, wild, various watercolors, realistic transparency, 
various types of streams, various reflection improvements. Underwater has been completely redone to give it more of an underwater, realistic underwater feel. Um, I love this mod. It completely changed how the water works in the game. So even when you're in caves, it has more of a realistic look and feel to it. Highly recommend it. All right. A, a Coors version of Skyrim. You know, um, every time Joe selects a mod for the show, it's always 100% win. You know, the last time he did it was um, the the Skyrim, uh, Sounds of Skyrim pack. And uh, I refuse to get rid of it. It's a phenomenal mod. And uh, I, I absolutely guarantee that, that these mods are going to be amazing as well, simply because Joe's got good taste when it comes to these things. Thank you. So. Yeah, okay. HD Plants and Herbs by Dartanus and Pure Waters by L A A S T. Lightweight Last. mods that make a lot of difference. And that's um that's mm-hmm. on Steam Workshop Steam and Workshop. Skyrim Nexus, right? Uh, I don't know about Nexus. I do okay. know it is on the Workshop. Actually, it's both of these can be found in the most popular section. So sweet. Um, really quick, an email before we go into Dave. All right, he's. This is from. Uh, Ramsbo, I'm gonna let Lou read this. Oh, so, email number and, two. And he writes in, "Have you any good non-game-breaking ideas on how to skill one hand when sneak backstab? Oh, with sneak backstabbing. Mm-hmm. I found as a dual-wield warrior, skilling up lots on one hand. However, sneak attacking usually resulted in one-shotting people, not giving the one-hand skill any chance. Thanks, Ramsbo." Hmm. This is some a uh, problem I ran into during. I don't know if you remember back in episodes like twenty one through twenty four, whatever, the challenge episodes, where I made myself a full dagger sneak wielding character that drove me insane. But mm-hmm. I had ran into that problem too. What I did was actually go into the world and beat up on animals, like uh, bears and <gasps> stuff like that, especially mud crabs. <laughs> yeah, I know. good man, Joe. Good man. <clears throat> Someone go, called Peter. If you go, <laughs> if you go beat up on the wildlife around Skyrim, um, you'll actually skill it up pretty quick. Just doing a lot of slashes with your dagger. You want to take on something that has a lot of hit points that won't do too much hit points to you back. That's what I recommend. Paint a cow. Hmm. Yeah. Don't touch the painted cows. <laughs> yeah. Or giants. Yeah, I realized that I got I got really cocky after I just destroyed the frost troll on my mage. <gasps> so I decided to try to take on a, a giant. That ended yeah. very poorly. Yeah. I was probably an inch thick by the end of that little encounter. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, it was my fellow that experience. <clears throat> All right, Dave. All right, y'all you, ready for the best part of the show? You, you let me finish, Dave. We're cutting you. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I can't cut, Dave. All right, Dave, give Unlimited it to us. Unlimited power. <laughs> By the oh, way, you if this? you guys want to gift yeah. Dave um, Dragonborn, he would be much appreciative. <laughs> yeah, anyone who wants to gift me, I'm not going to make people do that. I should have I should have Dragonborn by the end of this weekend, but I don't have it yet. I mean, not that, that that's going to stop me at all, because I absolutely am still working on my character to try to uh, level up and be ready for Dragonborn. Uh, my character right now, I actually started out, I, I, I thought I was mid-teens. No, I was way lower than that. I was like level 6. <laughs> well, I'm now level 9, and I'm still working on my, my sword and board uh, melee character, and I never realized how different a game 
real melee was. I've never done a, you know, upgrading weapons and, and armor melee. I've always done, like, a, a conjuration if I went melee. Which, you never have to upgrade anything. You just level up your conjuration skill, and, oh boy, this, this next level of conjuration makes me better. Well, it's different in this, and, and it's crazy, because... Well, first off, the, the first thing is, I just want to say that I got a new shield. Okay? Okay. You have no idea. I was almost crying that I got a, a shield upgrade. <laughs> I've never had this experience in Skyrim before. I was like, oh my god, a shield upgrade. Now, it's the banded iron shield, and if you had to pick one shield saying it was the ugliest piece of crap in the world, that would be this it. would be it. Yeah. But, still ugly as hell, I was excited just to use it. So I, I was like, oh my god, new shield, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> so, Did you have to wait a while to get that shield, Dave? <laughs> man, I was happy. I was oh, so excited. Um, <laughs> one thing I did find out why I was dying so much last week is because if you're using heavy armor perks, it's best to equip heavy armor. Oh, without a doubt, yeah. Yeah, that's oh, something yeah. new I didn't even think about. Yeah, well, so, you know, uh, hit yourself. Yeah, I punched myself in the face a few times just for that, but now my two out of three Juggernaut skill points are actually helping me. So I'm using like a full set of uh, iron armor, so I'm, I'm decked out. Now nothing's touching me. I don't get a scratch on me anymore. Shield, heavy armor, using a crazy, uh, I think a steel mace. Oh, I'm awesome. Totally downing rats and not even dying. Yeah, Word. killing skeevers left and right. <laughs> Alright, um, one thing I did do, which is the first time I've ever done this, and it was so cool because like the first quest you complete, you actually get in a, a Steam achievement for it. I got that achievement when I started the Companions quest line. Oh. I literally have never even touched it. <laughs> so... I'm finally doing the uh, the the companions quest line. I'm going through my first trial, and my shield brother. I got trapped, and my shield brother gets like surrounded by these four dudes from the Silver Hand, and they're all like, "We're gonna kill you, bro! Companions are losers!" And he's all like, "Yeah, wanna bet?" He turns into a freaking werewolf and eats all four of them at once. I can't believe this is the first time they've seen this. Once. Oh yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> was ridiculous and then then, he like he turns around and looks at you and says I'm totally not even Mercer Frey right now (laughs) oh dude (laughs) I um Carlisle (laughs) I have my (laughs) I have my first werewolf character going right now my main my level 50 I got my first point in the werewolf perk tree it's awesome Uh, I'm, I'm telling you right now I'm going to be a werewolf it's sweet I got I'm, uh, I'm my Argonian. I, I changed it. He's got a werewolf thing about him now. Okay, that's weird. <sighs> Argonian, yeah. like my uh, uh, my necromancer is going vampire. Sweet. That's that's cool. But yeah, dude, uh, totally had had the, the going through this cave with my shield brother. I haven't even completed it yet. Um, and I'm going to be a werewolf. It's so cool. But uh, one thing I've actually found out as was insanely useful and. I'm finding crazy places to use it is the the wind sprint or the whirlwind sprint or whatever it's called. It's the, the, the yeah. thing, the, the shout. That the move fast shout. Dude, you can use that everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's a great like, shout. 
there are places that you can only get to by using that shout. Oh, yeah. It, it will shoot you across chasms. Yep. Like, straight across things. I was, like, climbing up stuff just by using this. Dude, I've gotten so much more treasure on this character just by using that wind sprint thing. Yeah, in a month, Dave. In a, in a month, Dave, what we'll do is we'll do the widget math thing again, and you'll see that your your uh, gold count has gone much higher up. <laughs> Dude, that is so cool. I've entered places I've never never figured out how to get got to before because I've never figured out the wind sprint is actually a, more of a tool than just something nifty. It's it's so cool. <laughs> I didn't even think of that before, but that's that's mostly what I did. Is played with my wind sprint. Uh, played with the companions, and and now I'm actually able to survive, so I'm happy. You know, I have. I'm gonna make this challenge to you guys. I haven't done a challenge to you guys in a long time. I'm being mean again. Please no. tell me you're gonna challenge Lou to stop playing Dawnguard to pick up Dragonborn. Well, that's gonna be a part of it. Anyway, <laughs> what I'm challenging us all four, all five of us to do okay. is to take and make a full blown mage style character to level 35 by middle so of next month. Be- Everyone's silent, like, oh crap, really? <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. Wait, oh. so that means I have to, like, make an alt? I've literally never done that before. Yes. An alt. It's- yes, you will, damn it. You'll like I it. I want to get some really heavy mage discussions going on that all five of us understand. Well, why don't we see who could do it first? A race? Yeah. A race to 35, or do you want to do a race to 40? How about uh, how about a race to twenty five? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, oh, come on! And it'll be between you and me, Joe. I'll get there in like three days. I'll get there in like I'm not doing the math. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to get the other guys involved, but fine. So much for that. Build the key, console commands. Oh, producer, say what? Well, what? I mean, uh, you know, if if you know. The other guys are interested, but I mean, we've we've both got mages about the same level right now, and because the only thing I'm thinking about is, you know, I don't want to uh, have an unfair advantage over the other guys who maybe don't have mages. That's why I was saying a general challenge, not just a race. Yeah. If it's yeah, if it's a general challenge, I, I'm totally down, man. I mean, that'd be cool. I just gotta first, you know, baby steps, figure out how to make an alt. So Shanks in. <laughs> Shanks in, got him. Shanks in. Day. Yeah, put me down, Joe. I'll do this. This is this is Let's awesome. Let's do it. It's, it's, it's legit. You guys, legit. level thirty-five by middle of next month. So you got the next four or five episodes. Cool. Any okay. mage playstyle thing? Whatever you want to do it has to be full-blown mage. Though you have to be using spells as your primary offensive. Cool. Okay. What, what about like for clothing, like cloaks or armors? You have armor? to wear clothing. Doesn't matter. But I prefer you do wear some kind of clothing. No. <laughs> oh, so no naked mage. Okay. 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 No, just no no naked. Shank. I did realize though that I do it. My life became a lot easier as a mage wearing robes because of the the insane mana regen until you're able to get enchanting up. Uh, reminds me of the emperor's new groove. He's wearing a sissy <laughs> robe. <laughs> Looking good, emperor. Looking good. That challenge goes out to the listeners as well. I like it. All right, guys. Um, Dave, you got anything else, man, or did I interrupt you? No, no, that was it. Uh, that's it. All right, cool. We got one more email to do, and yes. that came in to us from Guilty Bo. And I'm going to let 
Shank, read it. No, I don't want Shank to read it because he's going to do a stupid voice again. Uh, well, Dave, you got it. You know, we got an email from Cat Jack after that that whole thing, Shank, and he was like, oh, come on, if you're going to do a voice, at least do a, a crappy French one. <laughs> oh, man. All right, Shane, go ahead. Take it away, man. Monsieur. All right. <laughs> <laughs> hey there, guys. It's Haji Shasha, a.k.a. Guilty Bo. I have listened through episode 53 of Elder Scrolls off the record, and I just wanted to coin in on something Dave mentioned that I agree with and would not necessarily break the game. Dave said something about pickpocketing NPCs. ZeniMax could design this feature so that when you pickpocket an NPC, you earn gold, but not enough to where you will be rich unless you pickpocketed for months straight. Also, I feel like only certain normal NPCs can be pickpocketed, and I also feel like if you fail a pickpocket, then the NPC becomes hostile for a brief moment. I would love to hear your guys' thoughts on this from Guilty Bo. All right. After listening to your guys' episode that you did last week without me regarding the whole pickpocket thing, I was going nuts. I put this in the email in here just so I could have my two cents in. Ah, um, see what I see what you did there. <laughs> yeah, see what I did there. Uh, I have to agree with Guilty Bow on an extent because there are several MMOs that use pickpocket as a system, in particular World of Warcraft. However, most people forget about it because it is the guaranteed most useless skill in all of World of Warcraft and every MMO I've ever played that uses it as an option because in order to make it viable without being overpowered they have to make it to where it's such a low output it doesn't even make it worth your time so taking it out or leaving it in really makes no difference i got it this is my opinion my my unabashed personal opinion and i will try and make this as humble as possible i understand that pickpocketing is a part of elder scrolls and is part of the thief but when you're making um, a single-player game, you can go absolutely crazy with mm-hmm. what you allow the player to do within that world you've built, because it doesn't matter to anybody. When you make an MMO, you can't do that, because there's other people in that game playing with you, and you have to consider a tremendous amount of things, where we can we could come up with a couple of things because we're gamers and we play these things, but you know, only really Joe here is a game developer, and so he could probably come up with a few more, but there's probably a ton of reasons that we have absolutely no idea about because we're not game developers. So I'm telling you right now, and this is just my opinion, pickpocketing does not belong in this game. No, it's an I MMO. Know it's, I know it's Elder Scrolls, but it's an MMO. There's one thing that we get in, some of our staff gets into a rut about as well that we've been called out, called out on a couple of times. And that's the fact that we still think of Elder Scrolls Online as a first-player game. Um, some mm-hmm. of us don't have that much MMO experience. Some of us have a lot. MMOs are a different beast. They have to be a different beast in order to be able to work. Um, so, you, yeah, it's very much Elder Scrolls, but it can't have everything of Skyrim, Oblivion, and Morrowind. It won't work on an, on an MMO level. Right, um, because to exactly be honest... Right. It's uh, what makes a great single player game makes a crap MMO. Exactly. Yeah. And what makes a great MMO makes a crap single player game. So you really got to I, I I do not. I do not. Stamp it, seal it, done. Well done, sir. 
I, yeah, I, it's just I, I, I really got to hand it off to, to Zoss because what their job is not enviable at all. They've got a tough as nails job. It's not easy, and I can't no. wait to hear people's like mind blowing. When the when the beta gets fully like out there, people really get into it. You're gonna audibly hear people's minds blowing up all over the place. <laughs> it's gonna be fantastic, and I can't wait to get those emails. You guys are so right. Oh, anyway, so that's. Uh, I think we're going to put that one to rest, guys. Um, any last thoughts really quick? Yeah, uh, if I could. Yeah. Um, you were exactly right. The choices are either it's going to be so ridiculous that you don't want it in the MMO, or it's going to be so useless it's going to be like it is in WoW. Neither of those are acceptable for what we expect from the caliber of this game, so I really do think it was the best option. I commend him for the making that decision, actually. Um, yeah. Yeah. I've tried pickpocketing other MMOs and it just bored me to sin and never touched it again. Forgot even was it was even there because you can't do it player versus player. That becomes really bad situation. It has to be NPC mm-hmm. based and like you just said, Dave, exactly. it has to be dumbed down so far to where it doesn't become a um, what's what I'm looking for a exploit. Yeah, I know we were kind of <clears throat> giving out the extremes the last episode, but that is it. It has to be one or the other. Yeah, or else I, it will be exploited. I respect them for making this decision. Skeever yeah, saying that that's alienating an entire playstyle. I have to make one argument there. Very, very few people, myself included, even playing a full thief in Skyrim, never really touched pickpocketing. Well, I, look, I even forgot that tree existed. Skeever King. Also, you got to understand. Again, this is something that if it's in an MMO, it's going to turn that MMO. It's going to turn that function of the MMO. They have to water it down so much that it's going to just be completely garbage. Right. And mm-hmm. this is not an easy decision. And I, I commend Zoss for, for making this decision because I think it was the right one. And it's a brave decision to make. You're literally saying this whole thing that's been in Elder Scrolls for a long time, because it's going to turn the MMO crap, we're not having it in the game. Sorry. It doesn't belong in an MMO. That's not an easy decision to make, and I, I, I commend Zoss for doing it, because there's other MMOs out there that should have made that decision, SWOTOR, that didn't. Mm-hmm. And it turned, that sh- it turned that into crap. All right, guys. That was a fantastic wrap-up on that. We're going to move on to a lot of people's favorite, The Elder Scroll. <laughs> Take it away, Lou. Take it away, buddy. Thank you very much, gentlemen. And today, as I promised last week, part two of the great houses of Morrowind, the ancient clans embroiled in politics. And our next house is House Indoril, founded during the early part of the First Era. This house was one of the strongest houses with a vast political power and with many nobles holding influential positions due to its close ties with the tribunal. Hmm... It was this house with the Khmer hero, Lord Inderil Nerevar. Duke Prince Inderobrin DZ Dorum ruled Marwind during its destruction. Holy by- crap, that guy's <laughs> name is ridiculous. Yeah, by Merun's day. <laughs> but I can't say it five times fast. I try, I can't do it. House Inderil also doesn't have any territorial holdings on the island of Ardenfell. Its district occupies the heartland of mainland Marwind. It has Land south of the Inner Sea, which includes the city of Almalexia, or Mornhold, and the town of Necrom on the eastern coast with its city of the dead. Its territory borders that of House Drez and 
the Deshaun plane. And a little quote here from the Great House of Morrowind. The Indra are orthodox and conservative supporters of the temple and temple authority. House Indra is openly hostile to imperial culture and religion and preserves many traditional Doomer customs and practices in defiance of imperial law. Now, the next house, House Dress. The Dress have a mainly rural but still very wealthy agricultural society. These are the Doomer that enslave and ship slaves to the other great houses. They keep thousands of captives, mostly Argonians, <clears throat> in their infamous slave pens of Tyr, the Dres capital, and the surrounding vast Silstrus plantations. This house greatly opposed joining the Empire, but they lost most of the support when the traditional allies, the members of House Indurel, began to commit suicide after the Armistice. And for those who may not remember, the Armistice was the peace between Morrowind and the Cyrodiilic Empire, which helped fulfill Emperor Tiber Siphon's dream of unified Tamriel, and thus marking the end of the Second Era. Hmm. ESO. ESO. <laughs> However, rumors can be heard in Oblivion that the House has finally accepted Imperial rule and remodeled its economy from an agricultural one to a mercantile-based one. It is also noted that this House has renounced the slave trade, and they seek new allies in King Helseth and his house. And as a side note, I want to bring these up as well. Remember, five great houses I talked about. But they have knowns also called historic houses. First of which is called House Dagoth. Yes, you heard right. Wait, what? This house, yes, House Dagoth. Oh my god. This is what remains of the ancient, defunct, sixth great house of the Chimera, which was headed by the demigod Degath Ur. This house briefly reappeared in Varnfell around year 400 in the Third Era, but was destroyed thereafter by the Nerevarine. Degath Ur, he had attempted to create a new god, Akulakaran, to conquer Tamriel. Their primary base lay within Red Mountain in the ancient Dwemer Crater Citadels. Hmm, does that familiar, everyone? I wonder what happened. <laughs> yeah, I wonder what happened. One of the words of a scholar, House Dagoth is the lost sixth house. In the First Age, House Dagoth betrayed the other great houses during the War of the First Council and was destroyed for their treason by Hasfat and Tabulus. The next historic house is House Dwemer. And what's known about them is very little, but before the War of the First Council, Marvin was united by Nerevar and the Dwemer King Dumak. Because of this, some consider the Dwemer a great house in their own right. The next historic house was called House Sotha. And this is a minor house based in the city of Old Al Sotha, birthplace of Sotha Sil. It is said that the city and the house were both destroyed by Mayrun's Dagon. And the last of the historic houses, House Mora. They were a minor house, best known for having what's called the Ariathim clan as their members. They were later adopted into House Halelu. They gave Marwin and Tamriel several proficient rulers, who we know now as Queen Berenzaya, hmm, <laughs> King Morlin, and Empress Kataria. And those are the houses of Marwind. Hope you all enjoyed it. Look them up. There's plenty of information out there on right, the Elder Wiki. I have a confession to make to you right now. Lou, do not take offense to this because there's a good reason behind it. 
I have never listened to your segment live since we started doing it. I've never read your notes. Do you know why? This is a good reason. I purposely do not do this because I sound test this episode when it's all finished every Friday. I go when I'm driving around doing my regular day job. I listen to the show to sound test to make sure everything's the way it came out perfectly. I didn't miss anything. That way I can get home and fix it if I need to. I leave lore segment as a new thing for me every time while I'm doing this. So I have something to look forward to that's new and fresh to me. Oh, Joe. <laughs> oh, that's, I'll be right back. I'm dead serious. That's why, if you notice, I go AFK all the time when Lou does a segment, his, his segment, guys. I almost always do. It's because yeah. of that reason. We thought it was because you just hated Lou on a personal level. Oh, I love Lou. Lou's fantastic. <laughs> so what? I'm the only person who hates Lou now? Yeah, yeah, I've always loved Lou. Yeah, Sorry, pretty much, Dave. But that's okay because all of us like dislike you, so it kind of oh, yeah, good. So it kind of evens out, balances yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> it all things balance, and we found it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys, we're wrapping the show up. We're going to oh, hit our. Cool. I know, really, it's been such a fantastic, fun time. I've had yeah. a blast this episode, guys. I, I can't. And when I miss an episode, it drives me absolutely insane. It really does. It's like it's it's funniest thing in the world. Last Friday, I was listening to the episode. Not Friday, I was too sick, still Saturday. <clears throat> I was driving around listening to the episode, and I was talking back to you guys while I was listening to the episode. I believe it. Yeah, sad. Meanwhile, True. other cars passing Joe are saying, Mommy, who's that strange man talking? Don't look at him. Don't look at him. Don't look at him. <laughs> <laughs> All right. He's on his cell phone, dear. <laughs> Don't look, it's okay. Uh, Lou, or five star review shout outs, buddy. Five star review shout outs! Five-star review shout-outs. Bye. Lose we have kick butt From fans. America. Zenry. Razglo. Bro Scotto. Scotcho. <laughs> whatever. Bro Scotcho. From our friends in Australia. Gosh. It's Josh F. I'll let you say it that way. <laughs> oh, <I can't. laughs> Oh, wow, from our friends in Deutschland. NC and Captain Riaffio. Nice. And our final thoughts this episode. I can't wait to edit this show so I can get done and play Skyrim. Um, <laughs> I am having way too much fun. And this maze challenge, guys, starts now. All right? Level 35, middle next month. You can do it. As a matter of fact, PAX East is our, final, is our finish time. Uh, the awesome. episode prior to Pax East. Okay? <laughs> <clears throat> Whatever. Anyway, <laughs> I am having a blast with Skyrim. I've played more in the last four days than I have in six months of Skyrim, and that is no joke. So, I'm going to continue having a blast doing it, and I'm going to finish up uh, Dragonborn, take my mage in Dragonborn, and just kick his butt there, too, and have some fun. Evarwan, your final thoughts? Uh, yeah, Dragonborn. <laughs> what can I say? I, I, uh, the wait is worth it. I, I, after playing this game, I'd wait a year. I don't care. It's great. It's amazing. I love it. And um, Mirak, totally busting you in the face. Uh, although, I'd like to end off with a quick question to Dave. Unicorns, do they poop rainbows? Um, no, they fart rainbows. They okay. poop skeevers. That makes sense. <laughs> skeevers? Why skeevers? Just, just because I'm messing with people in the <laughs> Yeah, right. Refuse. Anyway, <laughs> Lou. Uh, I can't wait to get in Dragonborn now and 
hit that first city of Fraggle Rock. I mean Raven Rock. And check out that mine. Fraggle Rock, what? Fraggle Rock. Down at Fraggle Rock. <laughs> For another day down at Fraggle Rock. Anyway. <sighs> what was the name of the dog? It was, uh... I used to watch that show as a kid, too. Anyway, yeah. before I go further, Dave? <laughs> um... <laughs> I I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna take your challenge. First off, I'm gonna get Dragonborn. Good. And then I'm gonna install Dragonborn, which by itself is gonna be a feat on my slow internet connection. Then I'm going to defeat Dragonborn, and then I'm going to defeat your challenge. Oh, no! Nice. The gauntlet. The gauntlet How has it comes down. Out. <laughs> Use the metal gauntlet. <laughs> Dong. Dong. And Shank. So as of yesterday, I've apparently played more than 600 hours. With Dragonborn, it is going to put me so much higher because I can't really say anything that hasn't been echoed. It is fantastic, guys. If you have it, please go like go get it. It's amazing. As far as the challenge goes, super excited for that uh, to do a, like a pretty you know in-depth mage. I just got to get over my fear of making alts. Uh, Lou, maybe maybe you can help me out with that. Yeah, you got to get Definitely. over that fear. Don't fear the alt. The alts are good. <laughs> The altitis, it's a bug. It's good for you. Fight uh, <laughs> it. And how to reach us. Elskosoffthereco.com is our main site. We got fantastic articles coming out all the time from an amazing, amazing new staff. Shank not included. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, throw it out there. The guys you know, our, doing- our articles actually got picked up by. Uh- Mm-hmm. The community roundup over at uh, Zenimax Online's um, community roundup. We've been our articles have been spread all over the internet from various sites. Actually, we've been getting a ton of pingbacks. So the guys have been doing fantastic. You gotta check it out. Those articles are well, well written. Even yeah. me, being a professional story writer, got declined because it wasn't good enough. Um, so just to <laughs> give you an idea there. What? Oh, uh, questgamingnetwork.com is our main site. We do have general gaming articles that are there. They're very good. As a matter of fact, it got our ma- our lead news writer, Mr. Bradford, into E3 from his articles. Yeah. Check them out. Questgamingnetwork.com. Um, me and Dave are working on a secret project right now, a new show, so stay tuned. We're waiting to do it in full production and then show Ivarwin for his approval. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, like I, I thought... Uh, I guess Dave's the creative director now. I guess. <laughs> no, this is, yeah, this is my genius plan. It's such a weird show, Ivarwin, that I literally talked to Dave last night and asked him to do it with me because I've been planning this thing for like a week or two now, and I wanted to do it for like a, a, a pilot episode so you get a really good feel what it is without trying to explain it to you verbally. <laughs> so <Okay. right. laughs> So that's what we're gonna do. So look oh. forward to that. I mean, it, it is pending Ivarwin approval, guys. So it may or may not get out, depending. Um, I don't release or do anything without my partner's approval on any on pretty much anything with Quest Gaming Network. So well, sure, make me sound like the Grinch over here. <laughs> hey, you know how it works. Checks. Hey and guys, we're sitting on awesome, but <sighs> all right, going on, moving on. Else, he's not really, dude. Else was off the record at gmail.com is this show's email. We love hearing from our fans. Please email the snot out of us. We want to hear all about your adventures, your thoughts, your opinions, your questions, everything. Send them to Elder Scrolls off the record at gmail.com. That's all one word. 
YouTube.com forward slash Quest Gaming Network is our YouTube channel. We are planning on doing a lot more with our YouTube than we already do. Come check it out, guys. A lot of great stuff going on there. Uh, if you miss our live streams, we sometimes, especially Shank in particular, good job, Shank, post those live streams up for you guys to watch at your convenience. Uh, $10 mentions. Go onto our website. There's a little donate button there. Helps a little bit. Goes a long way for the network. And we can use every bit of it. Oh, yeah. Also, it'll allow you, if you would like, to have something mentioned on the air at the beginning of the show. A little 10-second mention, whether you're doing a blog, whether whatever project you might be involved in online or offline, or just saying hi to somebody. $10 mention is the way to do it, guys. Um, we can be found on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Zune, RSS Feed. Use your favorite RSS Feed reader. Found on our website and all of our episode posts. We recommend Podkicker or RSS Demon on Google Play Store. Um, and don't forget other shows. Minecraft Off the Record live every Sunday at 7 p.m. It's a new format we're working with now, a different way of doing the show. I recommend checking it out, especially live. It's a lot of fun if you're into Minecraft. Definitely fun way to, to really get involved in the show. Um, QG and CommunityCast. It is coming back, guys. I know we've had a lot of Twitter mentions on our Quest Gaming Network feed, or, or Quest, Quest Gaming, at Quest Gaming, our main network um, Twitter post account thingy. <laughs> I'm butchering this. Uh, a lot of people have been asking us, when's QG and CommunityCast coming back? I did talk to Fred. He's had a lot of issues with work lately, um, potentially on the risk of losing his job right now, so a lot of prayer goes out to him on that. We don't want that to happen. <clears throat> um, our hopes and best wishes, Fred, go to that. He said he is coming out with a new community, QGN community cast soon, and he apologizes for the delay. Um, Twitter, Elder Scrolls Off the Record can be found at Elder Scrolls OTR. Yvarwin is the main guy using that feed, or that Twitter account. I pitch in every now and then, but usually mine gets deleted because it's stupid. Um, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Elder Scrolls OTR, guys. Check it out. Yvarwin has some great antics he throws out there every day. Um, whether it be the day of the week, which I don't know. Do you have like a calendar on your computer that you just pull up? <laughs> I've oh, yeah, you this stupid thing memorized. It. Really? Yeah, wow, I have, dude. yeah. You amaze me. The next, right. uh, I think the next day, Trick Summoning Day is going to be on the 8th. Wow. <laughs> <sighs> if everyone gets into his job, people. It's just he a does it well. No, no one really cares about it. It's just <laughs> kidding. I think it's retweeted nonstop every day. I love it. We got picked up by... Did you see the retweets that we got today? Yeah. It was pretty crazy, right? I check Both, that account um, every 10 minutes, dude. Are you kidding? Elder Scrolls, uh, Beth Blog, and... Um, uh, DC Deacon, uh, Pete Pete Hines, they retweeted our our uh, thing today. Nice, that was really cool. Yeah, I can be uh, found. One of the days I haven't made a drinking joke. Huh? All right. Yeah, I know, anyway, right? I can be found at the widget w i g i t. As all my antics and ranting, and I usually announce I'm getting on Chivalry as well. So that's a good way to find that out. Evarwin is at Evarwin e v a r w y n. Check it out, guys. Even though he tweets mostly on Elder Scrolls OTR, he still has his occasional love tweets to his lady. Hey, baby. Yeah. How you doing, honey? They're actually love quite entertaining, I have to admit. They're, they're gross. The, lo the lover's little quarrel thing going on that they have sometimes on Twitter is quite humorous. <laughs> I recommend it. <clears throat> I thought those tweets were for me. <laughs> it's okay, Shane. Don't, don't feel... Oh, don't feel wait, bad. Joe. You're talking about Jenny. 
Yeah, Jenny. Oh, not Shane. <laughs> <laughs> this is awkward. <laughs> Tell me about it. <laughs> Lou is at gamerguy one one b. He really doesn't tweet anything, but uh, apparently he does get on Twitter. <laughs> uh, I'm there occasionally. <laughs> Give me a bad time, Lou. Dave is at dnforce d i e n, and if I do it, I'm gonna cough force. So wow. sorry, Dave. That was- I don't want to go <laughs> So, Shank can be found at Shank TH Tank. He, this guy tweets about once every 15 to 20 seconds. Um, <laughs> yeah. He's like uh, one to a Arwen. He might tweet a lot. Uh, Shank mentioned something that I want to bring up. <clears throat> Our writing staff, who is getting world renowned lately and doing lots of amazing things is looking for a new writer or writers. In particular, we are looking for writing staff to focus on our Minecraft show and general gaming for our main website. If you are interested in becoming a writer for Quest Gaming Network, please email us either at record at gmail.com or questgamingnetwork at gmail.com with a writing sample. If, you're, if our news director likes what he reads... He will contact you if they're asking you for another sample for a certain specific thing, or he will pass it on to myself and Environment for final approval. If we approve it, you're a part of the team. <clears throat> it's Shank. Um, what it, what exactly did Bradford say we needed? I know we're good. We're pretty much stacked on the Elder Scrolls thing, I right? I told we you what we stuff? needed because I told him what we needed. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, so, all right then. <laughs> so, so, Joe, what... <laughs> Yeah, that's how we do it here in our virtual studio. <laughs> Communication everywhere, right? The the boss tells tells the guy this is what we need to do, and the guy tells the boss, "Well, you're, it's not good enough." <laughs> Beep. Dang it! And I have to freaking edit. <laughs> All right, guys, I'm gonna wrap this up before we go crazy here. Remember, writing samples. We want a fake article. <laughs> As best as you can do it, send it in to record at gmail.com or network at gmail.com, and we will take a look at it. Uh, Off the Record is a Quest Gaming Network production in association with Middle Earth Network, and I want to say Fusra you all next week. Take care, everyone. Be safe. Remember, keep it locked here at Elder Scrolls Off the Record, where Tamriel lives. Good night, everyone. Glad you're all here. Look forward to seeing you all again next week. Fusra to y'all. See you later. Until next time, guys, shadow hide you. I'm gonna go 25 minutes on one line, so. And then I, I picked, then I picked this flower. <laughs> and it was so epic. Let me tell you about it. It was epic because it reminded me of this NPC I met. In oblivion of the same name, Death Now. <laughs> and oh, let me let me tell you about the load screen, okay? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> this isn't Swotor. We're not allowed to talk about load screens. Of your mind, you are missing this. Can we get rid of that that unleet chivalry with that retardy Varwin and just put on the uber elite episode fifty four of ESOTR? You. Any wrong you do, he's gonna see. (laughs) When you're in Texas, look behind you.
because that's where the ranger is going to be. Or Shank. <laughs> Today, I'm featuring, in all of his glory, Dave Dean Force Adams. That's right. Welcome to the only person that matters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. He's so dreamy. Even <laughs> <laughs> Morrowind. Dean, the first cave in Morrowind? How the hell should I know? It doesn't exist. <laughs> South of the Naked Man. <laughs> Exactly. You heard it first. It's South on the Naked Man. <laughs> Loremaster on ice. <laughs> Mr. Slobo asks, how do I get these damn ki- kids downstairs to eat their damn pizza without yelling? Well, first off, I recommend chloroform. And then... <laughs> <laughs> only in a legal survey. Who's <laughs> 